recording? I just started when you sang. Okay, perfect. <laughs> For everyone. I was worried that we had like started recording all of that, and I was just like, okay, do we keep talking, or like, what's happening? <laughs> I just, I'm really tired and uh, I'm ready for bed already. <laughs> no baby, get away. No. There's so many things happening. Your boy is tired though. Yeah. Because um, you've been busy moving. I've been busy moving. You've been moving. Uh, we've moved in uh, some chairs. Uh huh. Some what chairs? lawn chairs. Oh. <laughs> My. I was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> We've moved the invisible ones. Yeah. Actually, there was like five in that room. Well, that, that you've never reason, looked. Yeah, probably. The reason, exactly. I have never looked at your bedroom. It's not weird. Um, I, I looked over there because I know that you guys had the benches, but the benches. Um, there are those are there. stools. A bench is a seat of more than one person. I don't fucking care. They're the same thing. It I don't matter. fucking I don't care. fucking care. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> we invited over my parents oh my God. and my brother. And How did they enjoy it? They were like, wow. This Wait, do you have AC yet? No. Oh. <laughs> we have window units. Okay. We have four window units. And it keeps it kind of cool. <laughs> it keeps it It keeps it keeps not <laughs> hot. <laughs> not outdoors hot. <laughs> it keeps it uh, a cool uh, September Houston. <laughs> a a timberate. Is that a word? Timbereth. Timbereth. The first day of spring. <laughs> in Texas, which is already 80. <laughs> in uh, the, in Brownsville. <laughs> so it's all, it stayed warm. There was no winter. No. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. Okay. And, I mean, when we were when we spent the night there, because we spent the night in our new mm, It's so cute. <laughs> uh, we stayed upstairs mm. and turned off all the rest of the house, but had the one unit. In running into the room. room. Yeah, yeah, let's go. So I was like, this is minimal air conditioning, yeah. but it's doable. And you guys got contractors that look that working on right now, right? We have people written, jacking up the foundation. Ooh, yeah. starting that off. So they came at 7 this morning, mm -hmm. and I was like... I haven't seen this hour since... I, I've I never seen this. <laughs> I was going to say back when he used to work at, uh, uh, with me, but that didn't even happen. Um, when was that movie? When did that movie even come out? I feel like it was 2001. That means that was like the start of me being gay. And I was like, oh. hey, Google. Go, go. Go, go. What year did The Day After Tomorrow come out? Two thousand four. Oh, two thousand four. Well, that's around the same time that I was uh, a raging gay by then. Yeah, Fantastic Four had come out, and that was fantastic. I remember that was like when I was twelve. I think it was eleven or twelve, and that was like just when I started realizing that, like, I think I like boys because I had a huge crush on Chris Evans. You know who I had a huge crush on that I was like, "What's happening? Who? What is this? <laughs> Why am I feeling this way?" Uh, is it? Colin Farrell, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. The hot like, British Whoa! daddy. He's Irish. Oh, well, okay. I was like. <laughs> but in the same general sign area. Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, he's a hottie. He's still a hottie now. I and he's like 60. Hey. <laughs> hey. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse he's hot. me. And have you seen him in The Kingsman? Where he beats the fuck out of people and he's still like a muscle daddy? Mm -hmm. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. You... Never ask me if I've seen a superhero movie. That's not a superhero it's movie. It's basically a superhero no, movie. No, it's not. It's a spy movie. It's a mix of superhero movie and James Bond. They're not superheroes. It's more like James Bond, if anything. 
No, no, just no. British. No, no, oh no, 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 no. Whatever. It's an action movie. I'm sorry. It's an action movie. And you're oh, like, yeah, oh, I can't do not that. interested in action movies. <laughs> I just want to see the world just blow up. Just kill people. <laughs> I also love that you watch scary movies like crazy, and you're just like, I have to watch <laughs> into the world movies because that's the only thing that gets me going now. Like, bitch, what the? Fuck? Well, those are the only things for like scary things. Because <laughs> like, like scary things, you're just like, and I'm like, oh, no, I have like, <laughs> we're at the lake house, and you're making me watch the strangers, and I'm just like, oh god, what's gonna happen next? And you're just Everyone like. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. There's so much disappointment. <laughs> it's either that or I want like Notting Hill and I'm like, oh my God, but they love each other I don't so much. <laughs> Notting Hill? I don't want scary movies. How it's many more not time? a scary movie. Oh. It has Julia Roberts and that British guy with big teeth. <laughs> and they fall in love. It, and uh, do they die? No. They oh. fall in love. She's a... Um, uh, she's like a big actress. I don't do romance movies. That's okay, the one that I tell you the rest of the <laughs> So she's like this big actress, and uh, she she's like she, she gets she has to get away. She has to get away. So mm-hmm. she goes to London. Okay, <laughs> that's where you go to get away. You know. Well, that's like that movie Holiday. Do you remember that? Oh, with, I love that one. <laughs> What's her face? I did see that Cameron one. Diaz. Cameron Diaz. That one. Yeah. And uh, our girl Kate Winslet. Yeah, love her. Um. Kate Winslet. Okay, this is too many tangents. I want to go on this one. So Kate Winslet is in a show that was made by Ricky Gervais in the early 2000s where they're extras on movie scenes and it just stars a bunch of actresses and actors. And so she's playing a nun on this television show or movie and Ricky Gervais is an extra and they're like talking and they're talking to her friend. I don't like his humor. I'm not crazy about it. His humor is like super dry. I don't really care for him I like dry humor at some points, but like his is just like too much. But anyways, Kate went on with it. So Ricky Gervais is trying to get with this girl that's on set and she brings on her sister and her sister has a a developmental disability. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she's giving him advice to talk to this girl and she's like, it's like sex advice, like phone sex advice. Kate Winslet's giving phone sex advice on this show. I love that. And... uh, and then she's like, yeah, just tell him that you're feeling up your knockers. And, and then you just, <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay. Um, but I just thought it was hilarious. That Kate, Catherine Winslet is the one doing that. Yeah. Uh, back to my original. Notting Hill. Uh, yeah. Julia Roberts goes to London. Mm-hmm. Hugh, Hugh. His name is Hugh. Hugh something. I don't know. Hugh Jackman. Oh, he's uh, she hot. Falls he, in another love daddy. Jim. That's another daddy that we have to talk about. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Ryan Filippi. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was in the movie with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, where they're brother and sister, and they have sex. Ew. Yeah. Well, I, I, that wasn't enjoyable. That just is Ryan <laughs> Felipe. That's the I, only thing. That's I the most popular thing in the movie. It was like... Uh, uh, Ryan Felipe. Come on, Ryan it doesn't Felipe. Matter. Anyways, no, I need to know now. Okay, so talking about uh, romance movies, do you remember whenever The Notebook was like hugely popular and everyone was like, oh my God, The Notebook's my favorite See, movie See, I will ever, watch blah, blah, blah. romantic movies, but not that one because somebody because everybody's like, it's so, it's so true. Oh my God, I watched The like, Notebook and it, I laughed. I laughed when the old people died. Well, that's just important. Because everyone's like crying and, and like... Cruel Intentions, that's what he said. I never watched that. Well, have you seen him? No. He's very handsome. Well, turn your computer around. Ugh. I don't know him, but he is handsome. Wait, isn't he the one that's in... He's in something. Cruel Intentions. Like prison Break or something like that? I don't know. 
It doesn't matter. Um, but that's an old, or that's a, a recent picture of him when he was well, like he, a young he, person. Oh! Ooh. Well, mm. I'm sure he probably still has a body that's similar to that. Well, Because yeah. when you have that body, it doesn't just like go away. It does. <laughs> it does? Well, if know. you eat a lot of food. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> call me that. <laughs> he was also, and I know what you did last summer, Shooter. Maybe that's what you're thinking of? No. I never watched that either. La- Secrets and Lies, The Lincoln Lawyer. Those no. Those are his most popular. Well, uh, this is not a podcast about... <laughs> This is a Ryan Felipe movie podcast. reviews. Ooh, that wouldn't be a bad podcast idea. Movie what movies reviews. would we both review that we could tell people about? Well, we'd have to start watching actual movies. Oh no, because I have my attention span is a funny, fickle creature. Where <laughs> if I'm really not interested in it, it is seconds before I just totally turn off and do mm-hmm. something else. Okay, back to my phone. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's my problem. That's the reason why, like, everyone's like, oh, you ha- I can't believe you haven't seen this movie, and you haven't seen this movie. So, like, because, first of all, unless it's not comedy or a Marvel movie, I'm, like, 0%. I'm already at, like, a, a okay, we'll say 12% interest level in it. Uh, if it's anything other than that, then I'm like, you have to really wow me to, like, keep me entertained, or else it's just, I'm not watching it. I'll be on my phone, or I'll be doing this thing. So, like, I'm not even paying attention to the movie, so why the fuck should I watch it? That's the reason why I watch Parks and Rec so many times, because now I already know what's happening. I don't need to watch it. (laughs) I I really don't need to watch it. I will put it on, and it's just like dead silent. Well, not silent. It's noise for you to listen It's white noise. So then I'm like playing my video games or on my phone, and then every once in a while I'll be like, because I'll hear it, and then like go back to doing whatever I'm doing. Like I'm not actually watching Parks and Rec for the millionth time. Mm -hmm. Like I feel really bad. Because I do it for gay movies too. Like I should, I should like the gay movies. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have. Uh, uh, there's a lot of similarities in my life with this. I should, <laughs> I should be able to empathize. I should feel this. But they're like, love Simon. I'm like, oh, boring. Oh, that was a cute Stop. movie. Because that that movie was very like similar to our generation of growing up. I didn't. I didn't watch Love Simon. I watched Love the new one. Love Victor. Love Victor. I was like. Bleh. Thomas and I watched one episode, and I was like, okay, Civilization Five. <laughs> Back to playing video games. <laughs> At least you're occupied now. <laughs> you keep watching that, and I'm going to go <laughs> play on this video game over here. <laughs> I feel like like when I'm trying to make him watch something and he's working, I'm like, watch, look, it's funny. <laughs> and he was like, aren't you watching this show? I was like, yeah. The, yeah, I was totally watching I'm it. I'm just trying to... Just the Chinese. Beating the Chinese people again. <laughs> We're talking about a video game. Yes. Civilization <laughs> 5 for me and 6 let, for Chris Let me just confirm that. Future. Yeah. He's in the future. Future! Future! <laughs> what are they talking about in that? What? What is he saying the future for? Because he's in the future and he's freaking out. SpongeBob. Squidward was. Squid. Oh, yes. Squidward got teleported to year 3000 and everything was chrome. Remember? <laughs> and whenever a new plant would grow, the, the Wee Woo Wagon would come out and Wee they'd spray woo. chrome all over it. So good. Uh, memories. Memories, you know? Um, do you have some memories to talk about? No, I... but I have something else to talk about. Well, I have some memories that I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about memories anymore. Memories. We're going to go ahead and move forward in this podcast since we're done talking about movies now. Oh. <laughs> No? You want to talk about more movies? Well, I want you to tell me maybe like a, like a, a poll or something that you've heard about lately. Would you like me to tell you about a recent Gallup poll? I, that would be lovely, actually. Well, I will. 
is by Baked Bones. A recent, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we're growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you're a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all, order, all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-5. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. So remember, Baked Bones, Baked Dogs, Happy. Oh, that's a different script, but... <laughs> well, Baked Bones... Wolf. <laughs> um speaking of bones. Bo- bones? Bones. Speaking Cindy, of this is bones. Cindy, this is bones. Go um on. I want to talk about some more things for dogs. Oh How my about god. Aussie pet mobile. We love our pets. We love to treat them with bones and good baths and all the things. Tell well, me let about me tell it. you about these baths, okay? Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Absolutely. Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? Ooh. With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, water, no hookups needed, and they never use kennel driver dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair stylings, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Ooh, facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free, one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your driveway or if you live in an apartment on the street in front of your apartment. Anywhere. You know what else the Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices. Make your appointment today and be sure to ask for our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile. Woof. Woof. Was, is it going to be yum? Is it going to be woof? Which one is it? Which one are we going to go with? <laughs> uh, bark. <laughs> Bork, bork. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, we also love our pets, and we want to make sure that all of them are taken care of. So if you need to wash your dog or get them their... What? <laughs> uh, just nothing. Get, get their nails clipped, get them de-shedded, give them facial, get them pampered. Aussie Pet Mobile is here to help, so give them a call. I've never said that I have to wash my dog. Why? I always say I have to give them a bath. I think so. I'm going to go wash, wash my dog. Or give her a shower. I've told you about Bailey in the shower, right? How whenever I put her in the shower, because she has really thick fur, so like letting her, like, I let her soak. <laughs> so basically I'll put her in the bathroom, like, into the tub and like turn on the shower and then just like let it run over the top of her. And then I'll like go, you know, do other things like real fast to like get, 
myself ready to get in the shower and then i'll get in the shower with her and she's like sitting there and letting the water run down her nose so she's got like her head hanging down low and she's just like mm, just like running down her nose me 13 year olds in the shower <laughs> just crying. sitting there <laughs> listening to uh my, my chemical, chemical romance, romance. <laughs> why did both of us go for that because that was the obvious that choice was, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Green Day, but it's like, no, My Chemical Romance. That is, no. Green Day, sometimes you can be like, I'm... That was more of like a fuck you song, yeah. you know, or fuck you music. Green Day, like, if you were like 90s Green Day, you could even be like, I'm a punk. Yeah, look at me. But it, once it flipped over into 2000 Green Day, then it was like, <coughs> I walk along the road on the part of broken dreams in the city sleeps. Now I'm the only one I walk alone. Oh, God, it was so sad. <laughs> I had a black light when I was 13. Oh, my and God. I would listen to that song You'd, the like, turn that and, like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of that, un- unrelated but kind of also related, uh, The my, my mom was texting me yesterday, and we were talking about... Um, I was talking about, like, sending my grandmother a card... Um, and then she was like, you know, who I had to send a card to, she's like this guy that I, it, it, she was sending it to a guy that I was in the same grade as in high school because she's friends with his mom from when she was a band mom in high school, when I was in high school, um, if that makes any sense. And, uh, she was like, yeah, I had to send him blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, that was a guy who used to, was one of the guys that used to bully me constantly. <laughs> And she goes, yes, I know. And I'm like, bitch, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> well, that and, bitch, what the fuck are you sending her card then? Exactly. Fuck that bitch. Because she's, you know, typical, like, suburban white I'm women. are like, white woman. I have to send a card to keep up face, you know? Like, a card for what? He's getting married. Oh, ew. Or is he, no, he's not getting married. He is married. He is having a kid. Oh, even more ew. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Children. <laughs> I feel like my mom would be like, Oh, they're having a kid? Great. <laughs> When's my fucking mom going to have a kid? <laughs> Stupid fucking. One of them jealous? is gay. Yeah. I'm already half out of luck. <laughs> the other one's just fucking waiting. The other one, one of them's trying to have kids and it's not working. The other one just not. Which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the real question. And my mom would be like, she needs to send me a card. She needs to send me a fucking card. I'm the grandmother now. Send me a card. I want condolences cards for not being a grandmother yet. Priorities. Uh, okay. You never had to deal with that. No. Oh, I... my God. It is a uh, challenge. Yeah, I can imagine. Because my sister came right off the gate and was like, She's let's like, have 18. a kid. Boom. No, she, she dated Travis. Okay, for... fine. 16. <laughs> Boom. She, they met when uh, they were 19, and they dated for four years before they got engaged. Their engagement was a year and two months, so 14 months, right? They got engaged in April and got married in June. Yeah, <clears throat> in June of the next year. And then they waited four years before they had kids. Three years before they had kids. Before they had a kid. One kid. Just one. <laughs> Just, just the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they waited for a little bit. Uh, but I mean, the rest of us were like, Michael couldn't, was having a rough time with dating. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just a homosexual. So. <laughs> so yeah, I never had to deal with that before Desiree had kids. So I was just like. Mm. <laughs> so your sister was <clears throat> married first. She's the oldest. Mm-hmm. Then your youngest brother got married. And then your oldest brother? No. 
Alex. I didn't even say Alex's name. Yeah, I know, but he's married. No. What? <laughs> Why did you think he was married? I thought he was married to that girl. No, this is his girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> They'd been dating for only a couple months. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, oh, look I'm at the mom. married couples. <laughs> Push them through it. <laughs> oh, God, you're married. <laughs> look at those married kids. coming. <laughs> At a drag show. So, honestly. And they met, walked right across the stage. And I was like, I love that they were like. <laughs> You've never been to yeah. this kind of an establishment. I love that they were at the, the entryway. And I was like, stop, stay there. Don't move. Stay there. And Alex like, started to move. And Gwen was like, no. <laughs> we're not doing that. And then finally when the queen moved, I was like, come now. <laughs> Get over here. But what does that not make sense to somebody to be like, there's somebody performing. Let me just walk in front of them. Well, he's never been to a drag show before. He, Has he know. been to a concert? Or a theater or a, anything? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it's just like... Has he been to I, the I doctor's office that, like, and passed in front of the woman <laughs> talking at the counter? Uh, I guess it's just like... Shut the fuck up. Uh, I guess it was just like he, the thought process... Because I could uh, see this. It's like they're on a stage that's like five, four feet, four, three feet. They're a tall stage. And the drag queen is up here. So if I walk in front of him, it doesn't really matter, you know? But oh, no, no, no. No, exactly. No, no. <laughs> well, nowadays, I feel like the, the bridesmaids would be like, <laughs> I did that. I th- thought that was so funny. But the gays would be like, somebody kill them they now. They're going to die. <laughs> the entire crowd, <laughs> not even at the drag queen. <laughs> yeah. was like, stop the song. The drag queen's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm going to talk to you. Sit down, you bitch. <laughs> and then he had to help that queen down the stage, too. And was like, Alex, you were getting the treatment from those queens. The, <laughs> the treatment. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> they were uh, like, uncomfortable straight man? That's the only person it. I'm talking to. Perfect. And he's just like eating his food. And the drag queen's like, no, no. baby, hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fry. Now help me down the stairs. <laughs> just, uh, lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the drag queens do that. Yeah, so they're just like, I'm going to eat this like, food, Thanks. Who is the most uncomfortable here? I'm going to take that and go. <laughs> you are the only person I speak to tonight. I wish I had like that confidence when I'm, whenever I'm in drag, and I need to, because drag really is like a mask, but like there's still like that little bit of Chris. It's like, okay, Dixie, like you really <laughs> don't, don't make need... people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't need to really like do that, but sometimes I'm like, that's what Dixie is. Dixie needs to be that person. Go like, in. Go in and like sit on someone's lap and like. Put them down and pretend I'm giving them a blowjob or something like that in the middle of my song. Because <clears throat> that is comedy, girl. Pure comedy. Speaking of drag, this is the drag <laughs> podcast, isn't it? It is. I think so. Well, which one are we doing? <laughs> Just kidding. This is uh, All Stars 5 recap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. All Stars 6. Oh, my God. <gasps> have you seen the rumored cast? I have seen some of them. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's very <laughs> excited for uh, Kimberly Chi. Oh, I didn't even see Kim Chi yet. Kimberly Chi is. I it? saw uh, Asia O'Hara, mm-hmm, I saw. rumored, and then I saw Sonique, a Jessica <sighs> Wild. Mm-hmm. I could be in for Jessica Wild. Not too keen on Sonique. <clears throat> yeah, people were talking about like. Well, Sonique is very good. She's you know, very. She's beautiful. She's a great dancer. She was never an actress. Yeah. Well, maybe she's like Anya Farah, and they're just like bringing her back and be like, can you act now? <laughs> hey, uh, you know that 15 minutes of fame, you want five more? And that's about it. <laughs> you want to go home first? Oh, Derek Barry, I wish you well. <laughs> hey, 
Derek Barry ASX. Stop. Am I, am Start. I right? Do it again. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Canada's Drag Race episode, episode 7, especially since we're, what, 30 minutes in this podcast now? Um, <laughs> 23. Okay. Well, then we're going to go ahead and get started. Well, let's go. <laughs> um, I have to say that this episode had me feeling some anger at point so oh, we're gonna talk about that later oh i remember some of we sometimes we do watch the show together yes in this case we did mm-hmm. and i remember you being <clears throat> ornery a bit ornery and uh someone tried to tell me that word is ornery it's o-r-n-e-r-y thank you i always say ornery but people are like no it's pronounced ornery that's what southern people would say <clears throat> Oh, he's ornery. He's, he's ornery. No, okay, he's ornery. No, his name is not Henry, and he's French. Yeah, it's ornery. ornery. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> Do I need to pause so you can hack up your entire life? <clears throat> no, we're good. Um, I'm gonna go for it. So, you want to come back in the workroom? Yes. So we're gonna come back into the workroom after Boa's elimination, um, and she has written on the mirror, "Nice, nice, Boa." <laughs> uh, Which that do was you feel some... like it's passive aggressive. No, I think that's what she, like, it's actually something that she'd been saying. They they thought Pick, it was funny. Yeah. So they didn't feel like it was bad because I think I think that was just, like, her catchphrase that she had just said so many times. Because she did say it several times on the show. She'd be like, oh, yeah, nice. Like, that was what she said. So. I feel like it might, get, might have been a little <clears throat> bit passive aggressive. It could. That's not as passive aggressive as Anna Stargian not writing anything. Ooh. That's a bitch move. That's something that we have not seen in Drag Race, like I've said, since they started doing these messages. So. Anna Stargian was like, what can I do that no one's ever done before? Wig. No. Dress. No. 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 Not write anything on the mirror. Yes. yes. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, that, that one's a bitch move. So, just um, And then Alona's like, I'm going to miss her so much. Once again, were you friends? <laughs> is Alona friends with anyone? Yeah. Then she, they start talking, talking about the question, our favorite question, who should go home and why. And she goes right back into that spoiled brat motif. And mm-hmm. she says that Rita, or she didn't even say Rita's name, the old one. The old one, yeah, in the behind the, the scenes thing, yeah. Girl, you've been there for 12 or 6 weeks. Also, Rita is younger names. than Jimbo. <laughs> like he's I don't 32. I know she's first of all she's not that old. Second of all, she's younger than Jimbo. Third of all, even Jimbo's not that old. Jimbo's what? 38 or 39? Like I think he's even young. I think he's 36. Right, well, regardless, like they're not old. So called, oh, that old one. It's just because she acts motherly doesn't mean that like she's old. Because she doesn't know what because she's not the one that's like Oh, sick. Let me let me get into this drama. Yes. Yeah, mm, I don't Honey, know. darling, <laughs> stupid. Not everybody has to be obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, Lemon felt personally victimized uh, by the two girls that started a fight with her in the untucked room. But in the workroom, I thought she felt hashtag unbothered because no one had a good reason for not liking, no. not wanting her to go well, home. What I'm saying is personally victimized is she's saying that like literally all the reasons that people gave were personal reasons, not yes, because th- her drag was mm-hmm. was bad or anything like that. It was just because they were like, I, I don't get along with you or because I'm jealous of you or I'm scared of you or she anything like that. She definitely asked everyone and we didn't get to see that last mm-hmm. time. She asked everyone. Scarlett had said that she had just remembered her critiques the most because she was the last one on mm-hmm. stage. But it was what I said last week, is that once one person said something, it's just like a reverb. That people are just like, well, someone else said it, so then I'm not the bad guy. Because Scarlet Bobo was the first one to say it, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep going from there. Well, I don't think... I think Alona would have <clears throat> said it anyway, because 
they didn't like her runway the best or mm-hmm. the most lemons. Mm-hmm. And Alona was like, who can I draw attention away from myself? Away from me. Yeah. And then Boa apparently didn't like lemon because she is fake. Yeah. Somehow. Um, I think that Lemon is one of the realest girls on the cast. I think I feel that like she she's has one hundred percent that bitch. She has an air of like the typical like gay twinks that we like see around Montrose that are she just like does. But I think that's her actual personality. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that the gay twinks that we see that's not their personality. But it's just like they're kind of just like airy, and then they're just ditzy, like ditzy and there, stupid. So it doesn't mean it. It seems like a fake personality when in reality that kind of is all the personality that there is afforded. Yeah, exactly. So because like Lemon plays a million, can play a bunch of different characters, but like playing the character can also make you seem fake too. Like it's, it's a whole thing that's like, okay, who is the real lemon, you know? So like, it's a, I guess it's also like a level of like, when you need to like show a little bit of vulnerability as well to show them that like, you're not a robot and that you're like a real person. And if you're not showing that or like getting to know people at a deeper level, then. Which I feel like she's done to the judges, but not to the other. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Um, Yeah. Um, Then there's like a heart to heart moment that Alona tries to have with lemon. And it's just really fake and manipulative. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really painful to watch. Like, they hold hands, and I was like, this is uncomfortable for me to watch. I can't imagine what it's to be for Priyanka, who's sitting in the middle of them, too. Yeah. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Rita tries to talk to Bobo, who's feeling defeated, because Bobo's like, God, yes. everyone just, like, doesn't like my drag, and, like, blah, blah, like, I'm upset about this. And there's a bit of a fight between them, in which everyone between was Between Rita? Rita and Bobo. I mean... It was a little bit of a tiff. Okay. But everyone was expecting this blowout between Jimbo and, and Rita. Yeah. Because of the critiques that we've gotten. Yeah. And because the critiques the last time, they were like doing the little noises against each other. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand. But we find out later why mm-hmm. that they were setting that up. Um, instead, Bobo's mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she starts talking about her feelings. And then Alona's like, Oh well, let me talk to you, and like, or, or you shouldn't feel that way. And then Bubba's like, "Stop! Like, let me feel this way." And then, then all of a sudden, uh, uh, she says, "Stop!" And then uh, Alona's like, "Okay, fine, I'll let you have your moment." And it's like, "Why are Who's you?" Who's the mad? one that always does that? Alona, fucking you, yeah. Bitch. I don't understand. Like, w- a couple of episodes, you were literally just being absolutely ridiculous because someone wasn't letting you. Two episodes, twice, people weren't letting you have your moment to like be upset or whatever, and like you went off on Jimbo, and then like a bunch of other people, Boa and like Bobo as well. Like you just like were going off about these stupid things, and then all of a sudden, like when Bobo's like, I'm kind of talk about like me not feeling validated, and you all of a sudden are like, okay, have your moment, girl, get over it, like. Bitch, what the fuck? Only you can have feelings right now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's really getting on my last nerve. She could be getting the edit. Yeah. I don't think she got a would I don't think she has a personality that me personally I would be like, I want to be friends with this girl. Yeah. But I do think she's getting a bit of an edit, but mm-hmm. I don't think she's awful. Yeah. In person, you know. Well, also all these fights are not like Actual big fights. fights like that we've seen with like Eureka and the Vixen Ooh, yeah, or uh, uh, Fifi and Ooh. Sharon. Like Ooh. those are some g- or uh, Naomi and Derek or even Derek and Bob. Derek and Bob. Well, I feel like or Thorgy and Bob. Ooh, Thorgy and uh, Bob. Yeah. That's a good, those are good ones. Uh, classic television. Or uh, Kennedy and Trixie. That was a good one too on season seven. 
Shangela and Trixie? On season... they have All a fight? All stars. When did they have a fight? Because Trixie held up that... Or kept that sign from Thorgy that was like, fuck that bitch, Oh, Shangela. yeah, yeah. And Shangela that was, was like, too. the girl that's going to go home tonight has always made a name for herself. Yeah. And Trixie's like, <laughs> I'm going home. And she's like, Chi-Chi Devane. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, shout out to our girl, Chi-Chi Devane. Chi-Chi Devane is she's not doing hospital. well right now. Um, and we ask that all of our friends of Drag Race to to uh, send her love and support. And, and if uh, you have money, they have a GoFundMe, too. They got a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. But she is having some problems, and we always support our community. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Please. Please reach out to Chi-Chi Devane. She needs some love. Um, <clears throat> wow, that just it was organic, too. It was. It uh, fit right into the story. So I just wanted to be... A little bit angry at Bobo, and we okay. all know that I love Bobo, but t- tonight, this is not the time to be obstinate, girl, that you haven't won something. Mm-hmm. You can be upset, but don't show that to people. Exactly. You're still well, there. So in, in And the... I know it's disheartening that you haven't won anything, but yeah. you're still in the competition, you're still in the competition and you've got to exactly. keep fighting. But also, like, I, and you know that I've always talked about this and, like, being irritated by people who say, like, oh, I was safe and I hate that I'm not winning, like, blah, 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 when, like, people were literally in the bottom and someone got sent home and, like, Lemon was the one who got picked on by everyone. Like, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of different factors that, like, I mean, because I think this was, like, Valentina in season, no, All-Stars 4, whenever she was, like, I'm just so upset that I didn't win. And, like, it was, like, Valentina, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I don't understand. There are bigger things at play here. Exactly. There's a lot of other people that have With a lot milk? of other feeling. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Milk. I forgot about Milk and All-Stars 3. She deserved to win oh, so God, badly. Was oh, that All-Stars 4 as well? That was All-Stars 4. No? No. All-Stars 3. Milk was not in All-Stars 3. Yes. I thought she was on with Naomi. <laughs> Maybe she was All-Stars 3. Think she was okay. Yeah, I think because I can feel, I can hear Shangela saying, "Milk, delusional baby." Yeah, probably. Okay, I think she was on All Stars three. You're right. Um, yeah, but speaking of delusional, Alona, like, because mm. I, I know that Bobo is is upset about what she's feeling, and like in her defense, a little bit. That's where I was going with this tangent. Um, in her defense, a little bit is that she. I mean, in this competition, you get two or three days for each, like, little segment. Because, um, like, it's not really a week from what Savannah has told me from RuPaul's DragCon. Um, and so, like, you get, like, you're just, like, back-to-back challenges. And it's like, okay, I'm putting in all this work, putting in all this effort, not getting any sleep because I'm focusing on all this, like, drag competition to see who, if I can win. You're also now halfway through the competition at the top six. Six people have left, and you're in the top six, and you're, like, seeing that crown at the end. But now you're seeing, like, Rita Baga has, uh, what, two, three wins at this point, and Jimbo has a win, Lemon has two wins, and it's like, okay, we've got all these queens that have... Are excelling. They're excelling and got all these... They have all these wins, and you're just sitting at safe at every zero. single time yeah so i can not under- negative one but no, zero exactly like you you have no because she hasn't been the bottom she's been pretty much at the top the entire time and like you can typically tell with the critiques that you're at the top ish but like being at the top and then not getting recognized for like doing all that work 
it kind of sucks. Like over and over and over again. It's like, okay, you made it to that point, but you just didn't take that extra step. It's like, bitch, how? How do I get to that extra step? Like, what do you want me to do? Well, I think she is having a little bit more moment of clarity now because she is actually getting critiques now that there's less girls. You're and right. Give critiques to everyone. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously wanting for that information. But to find out what she needs to do to do better. Um, I'm just saying, girl, you're still here. Yeah. Don't be upset about it. Mm-hmm. And we'll find, well, we'll talk about it later. Never mind. Yeah. Um, and then we leave and come back to the workroom. They talk for a minute, and I didn't really have anything about that. I had nothing. We just get the maxi yeah. challenge. Brooklyn comes into the room. She announces that the maxi challenge is a pageant. A drag pageant for the crown and title of Miss Loose, Loose Jaw. Jaw. Which is hilarious. Uh, a talent, swimsuit, and interventory. Inventory. Interview. Inventory. Categories. Yeah. Um, also, it's not actually a pageant. It's an acting challenge. It's an improv challenge entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the girls are assigned a persona. And Rita, as the winner of last week's episode, gets to choose the characters. Mm-hmm. So we have Rita as Mismatched, mm-hmm. who's like a fun-loving, uh, always wants everybody to be happy. But see, she didn't explain that in this scene, right? She does a little bit. She does right when she says that, well, it's described, and I don't know the verbatim words, that it was just like, loves love and wants everyone to be in love um, and all this. Okay. Because, like, I didn't hear that she actually explained her, because she explained every single other one, like, what they were supposed to be. But I never heard, like, what mismatch was supposed to be. So, like, what is mismatch? Like, I don't get it. And now realizing later that, like, after the judge's critique, I was like, oh, like, match.com. She's, yeah. like, in love with love and, like, pairing people up. And, like, mm-hmm. now I understand. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo gets misbehaving. I which, think that's hilarious. Yeah. That's the one that I would want. The town slut. I would want that one or, or uh, the one that Priyanka gets. Anyways, continue. <laughs> um, Bobo is misinformed. Which she is not happy about. <laughs> she, was, she wanted misbehaving. Mm-hmm. But I think that this placement is actually smart for Bobo because mm. I don't see her, as everyone knows, me and Chris have already seen the episode, I don't see her doing as well mm. as Jimbo did. Just from I agree. the off chance of seeing the characters and their descriptions. I agree. But what was misinformed supposed to be? She was supposed to be like the, the queen that's did like... Did see like, kind of like, uh, I'm going to... It's Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm so airheaded that like I'll just talk to like anyone and everything. Like fine. I saw one article about corn dogs being really good for you, so mm. now I only eat corn dogs. Yeah, corn dogs are so healthy, and so I eat like five a day, and it's fine. Or five, five every every lunch time and dinner time and breakfast, I eat corn mm-hmm. dogs. I have twelve corn dogs a day. Okay, one every two hours. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I have to wake up and eat two because I I missed one. Yeah. It's okay. Perfect. So that's understandable. Yes. Lemon is Misfits, Mm -hmm. which is a bratty, spoiled, I want to win, and I don't care what anybody else thinks kind of character. So basically what Alona played. (laughs) Yes. And Alona is Miserable, Mm -hmm. which is miserable. Mm -hmm. The sad clown... uh, Eeyore kind of woe is me character. I know. When they said Eeyore, I was like, oh my God, I would do so well at that. Like, the way that I'm thinking about it is like Binda La Creme in All Stars 3 as like Gothy Kitty. Like, mm-hmm. Goth Kitty would be perfect. You just go all out in your goth and just like huge, like paint your face like as white as possible and then just like put on like dark ass. Go as Kiss. But then, yes. like, be unhappy about everything. Just like, mm-hmm. like the way that. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> 
And then Priyanka is Miss Demeanor. It, well, uh, sorry, I have to go back again to Ilona. Uh, she literally had to explain what an Eeyore was to Rita Baga because she didn't understand what Eeyore was, uh, which, girl, how have you not seen Winnie the Pooh? But anyway. It's not French. But I feel like Winnie the Pooh has been translated to languages everywhere. Also, no? she's old. She's 32, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, things that are popular in English culture are not, not popular, popular in French in culture. They have uh, Disney in France, don't they? In Paris. Yeah, but Quebecois people are different than French people still. The Quebecois, the, their main claim to fame for children's stuff is Caillou. I don't fucking know that. It's just like a kid who like is a a dick, <laughs> and then people are like, "You're Sounds a like dick," and children. he's like, "I'm sorry." Oh, and I'm then sorry. They him. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Okay. Um, yeah. And then you said Priyanka was misdemeanor. Yeah. Um, so then I, I think the ones that I would have liked out of all of these, first of all, misbehaving. You know, I like to act like a slut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not certain that I would have been able to do as well as Jimbo, but I would have figured out something because uh, I feel like being a slut is very easy to go for you know um but i would have wanted inform misinformed or misfits i would have gone with misbehaving uh miss i would have gone with miserable honestly i, I would have probably do i think well as we will see <laughs> i think i could have done a bit better miserable than than, girl than uh, ilona yeah uh and then i would have gone with miss Debiner as number three actually or mismatched so basically, you're good at all of them. I would have been. Fuck a, you. I would have been good at all of them. I like to act. You know, I like to to create like different personalities and shit. So I would I would have enjoyed it. But it's apparently not as easy as as it looks. As we'll find mm. out later. Um. So I don't really have much in between the that. I just have that Priyanka, Rita, and Alona are getting the edit for what the round robin with Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Well, I I actually talked about each one of them because I had interesting things to talk about for oh, all of them. Go ahead, girl. Shit, I had on. one line. I'm about to go off. Oh, okay. Well, let me wet my whistle. Wow, that's I can't wet. whistle. Do you really know how to whistle? No. Really? I feel like we talked about this already. No, I've never done that. That's as close as I can get. Wow. I'm a really loud whistler. Mm-hmm. My mom. Your mom taught you whistle with her fingers. Yeah. I wish I could do that because she's even louder than me, but I can. I can get pretty loud. I can get pretty loud. Um, <laughs> Kim's That's like, what? what? Call. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm awake. Uh, yeah, so Brooklyn comes into the workroom, and then she talks to Lemons about... Uh, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> multiple lemon. Uh, lemon. Lemon has a clothing machine, <laughs> yeah. and she is multiple lemons. She's multiple lemons. Uh, talks, to, talks to Lemon uh, about the girls having... The personal reason, what? Lemon. Lem- Shut the fuck up! Uh, for saying that they should send her home. And so Lemon was like all kind of like upset about it. And she's just like, girl, they're scared of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but she was like not Point even. Blank, period. Yeah, but she was just like straight up. They don't like you because they are scared, they are scared of you. Yeah. Um, so she encourages her, uh, and I really think that it's true that they're scared of her, like because she's a threat in the competition. So of course they're like, "Well, I'm gonna find any reason to be why I don't like you," especially when she didn't have it like the best runway. And they were like, "That's it. She That's did her it. Claim. Fuck her. She fucked up. So she deserves to go home." Like, girl, that was not a good enough reason to send her home, especially when she did so well in the maxi challenge. Like, you can't look at it like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then she talks to Priyanka about being bigger at her improv because we saw that in the snatch game. Uh, and tells her that she needs to bring it. Mm-hmm. I felt like Priyanka was a little scripted this episode. 
Um, I don't feel like she was giving us full Priyanka. For the maxi challenge or it, her, at all? Her, like when she was in the workroom. Oh. Because she was like, Lemon, how are you feeling today after that? And then yeah. she's talking to Brooklyn and she's like, yeah, I just don't know. Well, so maybe they were like, Priyanka, we haven't heard enough from you. Because, I mean, like I said, the competition goes really fast, and it's very exhausting. Like, And so maybe she's gotten to the point, it's like, okay, we've gone through six times. No? Okay. <laughs> Three-ish. <laughs> Three-ish days. Um, Seamless editing here, folks. <laughs> so then we've got 18, 18 to 20-ish days that they've now been doing this drag non-stop like because you don't get to talk to anyone else besides the competitor competitors and the producers that's all you got um so like you're you're pretty much in your field so i can understand where she's coming from when they're like you need to bring it because like you haven't like gone far enough you know because maybe she's just like fucking tired because it's a hard competition and i understand that you put yourself into that competition but like there are going to be points where like you want to cry or you're feeling tired and there's like which cracks me up so much because Bianca Del Rio literally went through that, but she makes fun of every single queen that cries on the stage, like on Twitter. And I'm like, you've been through this competition. You understand that it's stressful and hard on people. But because then again, her appeal is having no empathy. That's true. That is true. Uh, well, then anyways. So then Brooklyn goes to talk to Rita. She talks about doing a different character and showing some of her personality. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Rita's like, well, I'm kind of like, I'm a house mother for like a drag um, drag house, and she's like, and I'm also now the only Quebecois queen. Um, so she's like, I'm trying to be like a representative. And Brooklyn's like, girl, I was representative for an entire country. So like, why? She, she the way that Brooklyn said it was kind of like, don't I, be scared. yeah, d don't be scared. She did say it in like a very encouraging way, but at the same time, she was like, that's not a reason to like not show yourself, you know, like. That's not a that's not a good enough reason to use that as an explanation, you know. Um, so she's like, I don't want to be weak or vulnerable, but it's like, girl, you're gonna have to because you know if you watch Drag Race, which is why you're here on Canada's Drag Race to begin with, because you understand that Drag Race is Drag Race. Like, there's no way that you got to Canada's Drag Race and didn't watch any Drag Race at all. Um, but regardless. Um, you understand that, like, the queens, they, like, for example, Alaska, whenever she made it all the way up to the top, they were like, we haven't seen any, like, vulnerable side of you because we just see, like, a lot of Alaskaisms. And then she was like, I'm going to fake cry. <laughs> like, same with Will. She was like, if you get me going, I'll give you $10,000. Mm -hmm. I'll Venmo it to you. Exactly. Wait. So, <laughs> if I win, I'll give you $10,000. $10,000. You had to plump your lips up, like, earlier. I just don't know if I can go that deep. $10,000. Maybe if I was like an ape. Yeah, well. An actual gorilla. I could sound as low as Alaska. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then, because well, like, I'm just like, girl, you have to like be expressive about something. I don't know. Because um, like we haven't seen like a huge amount of like we've seen Rita Bega do her challenges and she does really well in her challenges, but like we haven't seen any like expressiveness. Like she, so she does acting well, she does improv well, she does. Um, we haven't seen dance. Well, we did see dancing a little bit. She did dancing, but it wasn't like impressive. Yeah, <laughs> but like middle of the road, she's done things. She, but we haven't seen like who Rita Bega actually is. We've just seen what she can do who is Rita Vaga you know so like I don't know there's that 
Um, so then they talked to Bobo, and Bobo's still upset about not being seen as a threat. And Brock, Brooklyn was like, this is just, like, the wrong place at the wrong time. And then she reminded that Sloan said he wins the race. Because, like I think I said last podcast, is Brooklyn knows this well because she made it to the top two. And she had she had only won once. Her and Evie Oddly both only won one time in the entire competition and still made it all the way to the top. So, girl, you can make it to the top even by skating. Jujubee had never won a single challenge. Jujubee. In her season or All-Stars 1 and then was on All-Stars 5 and finally won a challenge. That was the first challenge she ever won. The only challenge she's ever won. Thomas is still upset. That Jujubee won? That she didn't win anything. Oh, yeah. Because Jujubee is a really impressive queen. That's, that's what the She's defense so is. Because she was, what, top two? or She was top two, right, of season two? Um, no. Top three? Top four. She got a, I thought she was... Huh? She was in top two. I thought she was really high up. Oh, no, Raven was. It was Raven and uh, Tyra. Tyra. Mm-hmm. And then Raven and Jujubee had to lip sync. Oh, so she was top three, then. It might have been top three. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Um, okay, cool. And then top two of teams of All Stars one. Exactly. So she made it to the top of two different, to three different seasons of Drag Race, and only winning one challenge. So like out of three seasons. So girl, you can still make it very far and still do well in the competition. You know, I never thought about as a RuPaul replacement for when RuPaul uh, ultimately dies. Because she's 7,000 years old. Yeah. Juju B. Yeah. Juju B would be a great one. Yeah. Because she's a She is a jack of all trades, mm-hmm. honey. She, she is good at everything. Mm-hmm. She's not the best at everything, but mm-hmm. she's good. At like, everything. Really exactly. good at everything. Yeah. Like, she she doesn't like... Except sewing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm who, so so What drag sewing. queen sews nowadays, am I right? You just buy your costume from other people that can sew. Uh, me. <laughs> Um, so then Brooklyn goes to talk to Ilona and Ilona, she asks Ilona about, or she first tells Ilona not to be one note, which they had seen several times from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then asks her about, um, being a two spirit person, first two spirit person on, uh, any drag race. Um, and so then Ilona talks about like visibility and, uh, in, uh, I'm sorry, visibility for, uh, indigenous people as well as two spirit people and just being out there and then mm-hmm. i was like i felt bad thinking this when i was like it, visibility is the first key but like she had mentioned role model and i was like mm, yeah, I don't know. that's a stretch girl <laughs> oh let's explain a bit about what two spirit is i think you did for our friends that don't know i think i asked you this on one of our podcasts but you can do it again i'm open well, for it it is an indigenous person in, indigenous indigenous cultures have always uh had a, a reference to folks that are non-binary. Uh, Two-spirit is a spirit of both a woman and a man and the same person. Which I found out was only recently adopted. Did you know that it was only adopted back in the 90s? They've always said they had, like, they have multiple genders because gender was not a... It's a we all have always known this. Gender is a social construct. It is not a real thing. So, like, the indigenous people and First Nations people here in America... Um, Canada, uh, United States, and Mexico, regardless where, uh, they have always addressed that gender is just a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. You can be, because I think that they said thousands of different genders or many different, I don't know. They just said there was a lot of different genders. But anyways, continue. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's basically it, is that, I mean, that they have always recognized people being on a spectrum mm-hmm. and not just 
you're a man or you're a woman. Yeah. And it wasn't until the 90s, that's what I was saying. It wasn't until the 90s that, like, they got a bunch of, like, LGBTQ, like, representatives from all of the different First Nations, a bunch of different First Nations, and they were like, let's go ahead and address this and talk about this. And then they were like, well, I mean, it's a thing in all of their cultures. Uh, so then they were like, well, we need to come up with a term for this, and that's where the Two-Spirit came from. Mm-hmm. I recently found that out. Uh, Instagram teaches you things. Did you know that? <laughs> Um, I've only learned from Instagram that, uh, people can edit photos. Mm, I can't because I never put any filters on my photos. Oh, <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Um, um I just um, really like Lucas Crookshank because he always edits himself to have like a mega dumpster. Because <laughs> does he do like the, the, the <laughs> circle like thing? A like, table that's like <laughs> out here. It's like, <laughs> don't pay any attention to the table that's like curved all weird, but my ass, <laughs> my ass is four feet out from my back. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, like Instagram has actually been very helpful because I have, I follow a lot of people who post a lot of like politically driven things and like things that are about like black lives matter and like Latin lives matter. And I mean, we a spectrum of all different people that like across the board. So I see a lot of like things that they post in their stories. And that's why I, like have a mix on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, some.people.hate.chris. Uh, just plugging myself yeah. there for a second. Um, You're going to see either nude men or politically driven ads? False, because I don't post nude men, nude, nude is on Instagram. That's Do you on Twitter. like them? Yes, but that didn't show up. Oh. It didn't show up like Twitter. <laughs> I've seen your Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Twitter is different. Uh, but... Uh, Instagram, like, I post on stories, on my stories all the time, and normally it's a bunch of dumb memes, but I also will post, like, important things, and normally whenever I see something that I'm like, wow, that's something that, like, I didn't know about. Like, I follow uh, a bunch of girls from my friends from down in Galveston. They will post a lot of, like, feminism stuff, and, like, I learn a lot about, like, intersectionality of, like, feminism and, like, black culture, or even, like I said, learning about indigenous people, because there's... um, uh, First Nations person from the uh, Karankawa tribes here that used to be in the Houston area, and she, uh, they. So I'll say they. What? Karankawa. Karankawa or Karankwa? Karankawa. I said I've always said both, and I've heard both growing up in Texas because you know Texas history was a thing in Texas schools, and they were like Karankawa, Karankawa, like okay. But so I, and I will ask someone to correct me. Um, but they uh, posted. Um, like this information about like First Nation people and Two Spirit being adopted and stuff like that. And so I mean, I learn a lot on Instagram surprisingly because there are it's a social media does help you sometimes. It's not just out there to be rarely, a shit but show. sometimes. Yeah, uh, I avoid Facebook because Facebook is a shit show. Um, Instagram. Did you know that Joe Biden is friends with terrorists exactly. who are going to try to make all vegetables mac and cheese? That's why Instagram has been a little bit more um, healthy for my mental health. <laughs> Uh, so I get my news from there. Uh, anyways, that was a huge tangent. Um, <laughs> yes. So she talks there about visibility and blah, blah, blah. Um, so then Jimbo, um, talks about bringing up these, uh, like having these massive characters and like being trained as a clown in front of like an audience. And honestly, like I can relate to this because like being in front of an audience, like really gives, I draw a lot of energy from the audience. And so like me being stupid, regardless of whatever I look like on stage. Awful. Awful. <laughs> As long as the people are being entertained, that will continue to make me feel entertaining. 
entertaining and I will continue to do stupid shit so that people feel happy. Like that's my thing is like, are you laughing? Are you enjoying yourself? That's all that matters. To me, a clown. Know? A clown. A true clown. So that's what Jimbo said. And I was like, I can relate to this. Um, so anyways, now we go to the pattern. <laughs> yes. So um, you want to talk a little bit about our, our guest yes, judges? Yes, please. Well, so there, one of the guest judges, do we talk about her now or do we want to talk about her later when everyone else is? Uh, we can talk a little bit about her. We can announce her. So we yeah. have Michelle Dubarry, one of the oldest drag queens. In the world. Yeah. Older than RuPaul and yeah. Lady Bunny, yeah. which I didn't think that that, that existed. That, I mean, that witches have been around for that long. Well, but RuPaul started in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. And she was Ru- uh, was Lady Bunny's drag mom. She yeah, put, she put Lady Bunny in drag for the first time. And what a mistake that was! Exactly. Look at look at life now. And now we're all uh, paying the repercussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, our good squirrel friend Tracy Melkor is back. They say. They go back and forth with her name, Melchor or Melkor. Jeffrey always says Melchor, and then other people say Melkor, but it doesn't matter. A C H like that makes it think makes me think it's Melkor, but whatever. Um, and then Stefan Brogren. Do you know anything about him? I never watched Degrassi. Oh my god, he was the principal from Degrassi. Yeah, who it was like he was like everybody's friend. Yeah, like I'm not a bad. I'm I'm your teacher, but I'm also your Twitter kind of went wild about him. I was like, oh wow. He was never, like, how wild? Like, they were excited to see him. Yeah, yeah, because a Degrassi is, I don't even know. He was apparently a gay staple, and I oh, never yes, knew. Honey. I never watched Degrassi. Oh, so good. Here I was at 15 years old still watching Spongebob, because I was like, <laughs> Spongebob's funny. Well, it's similar in sense to Dawson's Creek or 90210. Never watched either of those. Neither watched those yeah. either. But they had, you know, like... There was a gay character. He came out when he was like 13, and they had, um, you know, like a uh, emo girl, and they had the popular girl. It was one of those shows that, like, they tried to include everybody. Everyone, yeah. Well, Canadian teen shows are always, there's a skit from, I don't know what the guy's name is, but he's like, it's a Canadian television teen show. And they're like, a, a kid with a wheelchair shows up for the first day, and he's like, um, wow, uh, I'm new here. And he's like, the, the, the other kid's like, uh, yeah, it's a really great school. Come on, let's go to your first class. And he's like, sweet. <laughs> and he like brings a hockey stick. Was this Degrassi or like a show No, it's a fun comedy of about okay. making fun of Canadian so television. Do you remember it's, all that? Did you ever watch all that? Oh, hell yes. So all that used hell to basically yes. make fun of like everything else. So it was like the kids version of SNL where it was mm-hmm. like, let me take real life things and make fun of this shit. Um, so is that kind of what you're talking about? Like a Canadian version of that? No, they're oh. serious. Oh, <laughs> they were trying to imitate it and it was not good. No, the, no, the, the show that I'm talking about right now. Yeah. It was an imitation of it. Yeah, okay. Yes. But the, the, re- the reality of it would, was like, everybody fits in here. Degrassi. Yeah. And then, um, didn't they have like a Degrassi oh, after high school too? Like they, Degrassi's been going on th- since the eighties. Oh yeah, okay, perfect. It's like all uh, all of my children. Well, what teens. are they gonna do for Degrassi now? Are they gonna like show Drake now? Yeah, <laughs> Degrassi next gen. <laughs> next gen is the it's the one the latest one that I know of. I'm sure there's one before that. Yeah, or know. after that. Here's so, Drake now. <laughs> this is what he's doing. They were like, is Drake Canadian? 
Yes. I didn't know that. He was on Degrassi. I know he was on Degrassi. I just said that, but I didn't know if they like took an American no. actor and put He's him in there. He's from Toronto. Oh, interesting. Anyway, uh, Drake gets shot in the show. Because he's in a wheelchair? No. He used to walk. Oh. And then, and then they had a school shooting. Oh. And then he's in a wheelchair. Wow. Bam. So many things are happening in Canadian television. Uh-huh. Anyways. Uh, yeah. The, the principal is there for, <laughs> for this show. Um, and I don't know if I'm just annoyed by Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Um, yes. But he needed to make the announcements maybe a little bit more RuPaulish to me because it was so fake. They were very one note. I think that he, I think that he was trying to be um, an actual like pageant host that does not give a fuck about anything because he was trying to act to be that way. But it came across very like, I'm made of plastic. I'm, this is what I think I'm people are like. Exactly. I think that he was acting. I'm, I'm not trying to defend him, but I no, literally I, I think know that. he was acting. Yeah, he was for acting sure. to try and do that because, like, especially like later on, he was like, "I don't know what's happening." I wrote like, that. Oh, I did said, you? I have no idea what's going on right now, and I was like, "That That's, does that sum up your show, your yeah. role on this show?" And it also doesn't help for the queen that you said that to either because you're literally just making them seem. I mean, worse, worse than they already were. So, like, that is, it's stupid. It really is stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into it. Yes. Um, so, did you start... write about every category or girls as a whole? I wrote about every category. Okay, I wrote about as girls as a whole. Okay. So, I'll go individually. You start. Okay. Uh, well, then, I, well, first, the first thing I didn't write each girl, but because it was not much. But, like, their entrances, I thought that Jimbo and Lemon came out with, like, a strong start for their characters. Um, then I actually liked Priyanka's, too. Like, it will, this will be a theme throughout because I actually enjoyed Priyanka's character. So I, ha- I, I liked Rita. I thought she was a wholesome girl from the pageant entrance, uh, but it gets a little bit repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Priyanka says she's going to kick her baby. Oh, I didn't get that far yet. That's but yes. her entrance. Oh, she's going to kick her baby. Okay, yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah. Um, Jimbo, I think she's a great slut. She really puts it on with that gag Rick Flex thing. Mm-hmm. And I love I love the voice. Yes. The voice is perfect. Oh, what do you want me to do? I love I'm trying to get rid of my gag reflex. <laughs> <coughs> so Still stupid. There. Um Alona is like a like a Daria, but she's not funny or Okay, witty. but I I do have to say when she first walked out, this was probably the best that she was that she did mm-hmm. yeah. yes all the rest of it was downhill <laughs> yeah um so bobo uh, have i made you watch the snl skits of uh penelope yes well, she's penelope. you have not made me watch it but i've watched her she's penelope yeah so i'm just like is so it like um i wouldn't take any advice from the you only problem that i have is that she funny. was talking so fast that like i didn't understand what she was saying half the time but which is a bit of a Penelope thing. And yeah, yeah. I get it, but it, yeah, it could have used a little bit of refinement. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I could have also used maybe a little bit more of blatant misinformation, like mm-hmm. with wild confidence. Like yeah. I wanted like Tommy Lauren. Yeah. Like Ta- yeah. Tommy, whatever. Tammy, I like to say, Tammy Ta- Lauren. Ta- Tammy, Tammy Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. Where she's just like, Tanya Lorenzo. <laughs> I heard that potato chips 
cause cancer because of the estrogen that they put in the cows that eat the grass and then they poop on the potatoes. And Obama approved it. Why are Democrats? Period. Sis. <laughs> exactly. Not even sis. She Because she attacks women. Like, she women. attacks women and women's rights, too. So she'd be like, no, no one's a sis Period, here. brother. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Period, men's rights. Period, men's rights, because men deserve rights better than me. Thank you. Exactly. Um, and then lemons up next. Um, I think that lemons accent is interesting. I think it's also it's kind of like when you try to do British. Yeah, uh, you're trying to do a southern accent mm-hmm. being not great. Yeah, it's like Midwest Southern. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it was a stretch. Also, uh, I but if like she's she... never been to a southern state or known a southerner, then she doesn't know exactly like how they. Talk. I have like, to imagine there's a southerner in New York City. Well, yeah, but like my accent is it like a very like this is natural, girl, ba- baby. This is natural. <laughs> baby, these <laughs> like, these double D's, they're natural. natural. This is all natural. So me talking my accent is literally just like me talking. Like I can't get rid of it. It just happens. So, and I can make it thicker, as we've seen on RSPB Podcast at rspoopypodcast.com. That's rspoopypodcast on uh, Instagram. Instagram.com, r on Twitter, and rspoop on Facebook. You want to drop us a line, send us an email. You want to send us an email at uh, yes. rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. But, um, yeah, so that's like me on, I can make it deeper, deeper, thicker, both. <laughs> I can. D- hey, <laughs> this is going a little far, and this I'm not comfortable crazy. anymore. <laughs> I suddenly. I do not consent to this podcast anymore. Yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and end here. <laughs> so, yes, I can make my accent thicker. Uh, but I just said stop. No, but <laughs> I can. Uh, but, like, uh, it's recognizable that, like, my accent is not there. She has obviously not spent a lot of time around those people or not tried this a lot. That she's just like, oh, this accent doesn't exist. But it's an accent that I've heard before. Yeah. That I've heard people try. Like, uh, uh, like uh, Trixie Mattel does it. She's like, I, I, want, I had gone to the doctor and I did not know that I was pregnant. Uh, but also that accent is more reminiscent of, like, Midwest. It's Midwest. I would say like Missouri or Arkansas. Yeah. Like you're almost Midwest, but you're like not quite Southern, like Alabama or Mississippi or like Louisiana. Louisiana more more Creole, but like you know what I'm saying. That it's like, an, it's a, you have a thick it's Southern there, accent. There's like, somebody speaks like that, but it's very it's a small amount of people. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because which you, is even I mean maybe it's even a little bit more uh, distinct that she chose that instead of being like. Like, but what it her did, did remind me of, like, pageants like crazy because, like, pageants are real big in the South. Mm-hmm. So, like, having, south. A, south, having a Southern accent down here in the South is very, I mean, it's smart for doing a pageant. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was smart. Yeah, it was smart I, I liked it. Yes. Um, also, I got a lot of Anna Nicole vibes from her. I don't know if it was the hair or, like, the, the way she squinches her eyes. Yeah. But I was like, is that Anna Nicole? <laughs> Who's that? Uh, okay, well, then I moved on to the talent portion. Mm, okay. Did you have anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I have tons, but I wrote them all together as okay. individual people. Well, then the talent portion. I Sorry, I broke this up. I guess I should have texted you and asked you, like, what you were doing. Um, uh, first up is Ilona. Uh, Ilona. Say her name right. I did. Ilona. Ilona. That's Ilona Verley. Ilona Verley. It doesn't matter. No, because she collects, she corrects she Bobo corrected, for it. No, she corrected Boa for saying uh, Ilana. Alana. And I'm not saying that. But she says Ilona. Ilona. Well, at the beginning of the show, they were saying Ilona. Whatever. 
Doesn't Ilona or Alona are very close. Uh, So she was like, um, for the talent portion, she was like, oh my god, this is the exact like kind of reaction that I wanted. Girl, you wanted silence, girl. Cringe. She she got cringe. She got silent from all from everyone, including the judges that were just like, "What Uh, do we say or do here?" Because the judges like they were acting as part of this whole thing to make them funnier as well and like interact with them, which I really liked about this because it wasn't just like the judges sitting there like, mm, here we go, because it was it was an improv challenge. You were supposed mm-hmm. to like make the judges interact with you and like they were, n- there was nothing, They were, girl. They can't do anything. There was well, nothing. Tracy Melkor was like, <laughs> well, it, so it started off kind of funny because she was like, I drew eggplants. I'm like, this is, here it is. And like Tracy Melkor was like trying to work with her and then she was like, Smash the painting. I'm so pissed at this. What do you want from me? I you want me to sexualize this? Like, girl, what emo person do you know that's doing that? Like, they don't have the personality to do that. <laughs> they, they're they just like, oh, well, I did what I did. And if you don't like it, then uh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, an artist. I'm I an are you telling me that you don't like my art? I can't believe you would do something. Exactly. You don't like my art? And an then artist? maybe you could be like, I don't know. Just rub paint on yourself, but sadly, yeah, <laughs> not angrily. I'm an artist, and I'm just like trying to like really, really express myself, and you guys are like really hurting on that. Here's what I'm gonna do instead to make it up to you guys. Okay, let me gather myself. Let me make this body art. Oh, do you like that? Do you like that? Is this good? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, um, I just have cringe because it was it was, just, it it was, was a cringe yeah. for me, honey. Not good. Uh, so then Priyanka comes out and does interpretive dancing, and I kind of, I actually kind of like Priyanka's dancing. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Uh, and then she gives birth on stage, which I thought was hilarious, and then comes out and she's like, look, I got a baby. <laughs> like, I thought that her idea was magical. Thank you. The I idea agree. is magical, but the follow-through was a little lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do... I can see that, but I still loved it. What I would have really liked for her to come out and do was like ribbon dancing. Oh, just come out and just great. be like, but no, 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 no. Here's a ribbon. Here's a ribbon. Move to the other side of the stage. Well, see, then the explanation that she gave was like, uh, I want my character to come out. Like, I did my hair three months ago, but then, like, I well, came yeah. out for this competition. She did not wear the right hair for that. No. <laughs> or any of the outfit for any of that stuff. Like, well, and she told, she was like, my therapist said that um, I should take out my anger on. White Claws. Yeah. No. Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> hey. Oh, this uh, summer not, was not, not very hot, not hot girl. girl. Anyways. Uh, yeah. And she was like just beating shit and stomping on it. And I'm like, uh, okay. I don't know if that was the best way to but do see, it. But see, this was better for her character than Ilona's. <laughs> like, misdemeanors, like, bitch, I'm going to fight you. And her stomping around on the stage makes a little bit more sense than Ilona doing it. Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm I'm giving I will have to say that I am giving Priyanka a little bit of like leeway because you know I love Priyanka and like that's my problem right now. Um, she's like my number one, so like I'm giving her like oh no she shouldn't do that, but I shouldn't and I'm trying to be unbiased. But here we are, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Jimbo comes out. Her animal calls. Oh my god! They so sent good. me. So good. I'm the magical dildo bird. Bum bum eh, gerbil. Eh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That it was Big perfect. dick snake. Yes. It was perfect. It was so perfect. Uh, such a simple talent. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes with her character so well. Mm-hmm. I love it. Being so airy and just like 
whatever. And then the face, I don't know, the faces that she makes just really do it for me. They, they, she just does it. But like I said, she's in front of an audience and she gets the energy from the audience. So she was like, let me be stupid on stage and I will continue to be stupid for you guys if that's what you want. Like, mm-hmm. And that's what is, that is what you wanted. Especially coming after like Priyanka and Ilona, like we needed some break there. Baby. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next up is Bobo. I have to admit, I thought it was funny because I had no idea what was going on. But I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> so, like, um, I could have used, I could have, like, uh, I thought the talent was okay. But I, I wish that she would have used the bongos, like, wrong. I liked that. But then I wish she would have, like, turned the bongo on the side and played it like that. Yeah, because, me too. And then I'd be like, ask the audience, you know. What do you guys think about my instrument? And they'll be like, you're playing it wrong. And be like, no, 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 no. No, because I'm telling you because I went to bongo school and this is how you play it. And yeah. um, you're wrong and you should never do anything again because you're so garbage. I learned this so well. Or like turn it upside down and be like, this is the way you do it. Or just yell into, yeah. yell into Hello, it or something. Or like try and blow into it like. <sighs> yeah, I would have liked that a little <laughs> bit better. Although it was not bad. I yeah. still appreciated it. It was not terrible, but like it wasn't, I was just like, what, what's happening? Yeah. Um, Lemon actually did really, her mime was kind of funny. Bitch, I died. I loved it. Um, I, <laughs> I loved it. The comedy, so good. Yeah. Um, walking into the wall, amazing. And I love that her explanation behind it. She's like, I am a pageant girl that's just good at pageants. And so when it comes to the talent portion, I just have to pull some shit out of my I ass. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. Mime. Uh, and then Rita was doing gift wrapping. But once again, before uh, I said this before, I didn't understand her character because I didn't actually hear her explanation for the character at the be- beginning. So the mm. entire time of this pageant, I was twice, twice now, because I watched it once with you and then once at home, I was trying to catch up with like, what did what is her character? What is her character? Like See, I don't understand. I got it and I, I didn't, still didn't like it. I didn't get her character and so I was like, okay, what are you? Cuz I don't get it. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. It didn't to make me. any sense. Gift wrapping? Yeah. Uh, how is that a talent yeah. anyway? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was upset with that. So then we went to swimsuit and I only wrote about 3. I said Rita was wearing a bodysuit that looked like haggly and gross. Mhm. I didn't write anything about this, but I think well, we find out later that Rita has tattoos yeah. that she's covering. But why is that an issue? We've seen drag race drag queens with plenty of tattoos. Because her character is supposed to be like a goody uh, two-shoes. Okay. That makes more sense then. Uh, Jimbo was barely in that swimsuit. That was like just <laughs> just at the nipples. Just a, a, a braid she, and then I, nipples. I'm pretty certain she had to have like glued that or like... Um, uh, not glued, uh, duct tape. She was like, make sure those nipples don't fall because those nipples would have popped the fuck out. We saw that with Kennedy Davenport on uh, All Stars 3 when she was like doing the challenge with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, actually. And she was like bouncing around her titty fell. And she was like, well. <laughs> well a fucking boa every time she was on stage. <laughs> Honestly, exactly. Uh, and then Lemon is actually padded. Padded. Yeah. So she has pads or she got them from someone and fucking used them. Girl, where's this been? You and your boxy character, you could have easily. <laughs> could have you easily, and your brick ass body. You could have easily put because she's she's skinny. She's a little little twink girl. She could have easily put on pads this entire time. The Celine Dion outfit where she needed oh, those hips. Yeah, that needed like girl, something. you needed something. You were wearing a skin tight outfit, and you're just like boy body. 
<laughs> I got hog body. Go There's for dick it. in here somewhere. You've exactly. got to find it. Like, I don't know. So, But I do have to say that she did not bring enough tight for that because her pads still look lumpy. So she didn't You know whose pads look lumpy? Who? Jimbo's. Yeah, I agree with that. But Jimbo, she creates them like that. She has more of a lot more hips up here because she creates like a like a big um, like ear shaped pads that are very much like here's the fucking hips and then here's the legs. You know, like she makes them big for a reason because that's what she wants to do. She wants to look ridiculous. She said it in a confessional. She's like, I want big tits, skinny waist, giant hips. Like comically, she wants that like giant. She like, wants it not a way. Coke bottle, but a palm olive bottle. Honestly, like fucking here I am with. <laughs> Palm olive. That that's a good good reference. Look at the, look at you. Hey. Um. But then she. I love whenever whatever breaks and she's like she yells at her. She's like daddy because I was like that's pageant world. That mm-hmm. is pageant world because daddy. Daddy is the one who is out in the crowd. He's the money maker and mom is the one that's forcing you into this pageant. And daddy is the one's like I gave you all this money and then once something goes wrong is like daddy Did you, you didn't get me good enough stuff like that's that's very uh, what's her name from charlie and the chocolate factory uh, uh the veruca salt yeah there you go veruca veruca. Salt. i was like it's with a v uh yeah very much that so let me go to the qa yes so who's up first for you i rita? said rita i said rita just like didn't get it yeah question and answer forgettable yes uh priyanka uh, okay but Okay, Priyanka gave a decent answer in my defense mm-hmm. of Priyanka. And then Jeffrey was like, but no, reading is fundamental. And then Priyanka, they cut this too short because I think it would have been really funny because Priyanka like stared at Jeffrey like, you just answered my question, bitch. Like, I thought mm-hmm. that was funny, but then they cut it. Like, she looked at him, like looked him up and down and they that's when they cut it. I was like, no, 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 you should have extended that like three seconds because that would have been funny. Like, that would have been lit. See, I would have liked that. But also, I wanted Tracy Melkor to be like, you know, the reading, the literacy rate in Canada, what about the other 1%? And she she should have been like, I'm that 1%. What the fuck do you have to say about it, bitch? Mm-hmm. How do you know how to read? Where did you learn to read? Yeah. Something like that. She would, if she had gone further, I agree with you. But the fact that Jeffrey was like, <laughs> no, we know that reading is fundamental. And she was like, Or that, or it just been at the end, just... Shut the fuck up. Yeah, something like that. But they cut her off. And so I don't know what she did afterward. But, like, the stare down I thought was funny. Because that would have been – I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Jimbo comes on eating the microphone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that that uh, the deep throat was the all we needed. Yeah. That was all we needed. That was it. Uh, but then she pulled the Ben de la Creme joke. And she was like, mm, that's my favorite flavor. Strangers. Yeah. So good. So classic. Um, so then Ilona comes on, and I have gotten to the point that I do not think that she knows what Eeyore is. Yeah. Like, she just doesn't get it. She's just, like, throwing a tantrum and yelling. It's like, that's not what Eeyore was. You explain Eeyore to Rita. Like, I don't understand that you're just, like, because Eeyore is literally like, oh, woe is me. Everything is sad. And you're like, ah! a tantrum i'm so mad no that's misfits yes that's exactly miss arable that is not right um, um i just wrote girl read the room like six times here yes good uh and then bobo i didn't understand a word she said <laughs> and i, I don't lo- think 
I don't think that Michelle uh, Dewberry did either because she was like, what? Uh, <laughs> what's happening? Um, I did like it because she said, well, she said, what would you give advice to your past self? And she's like, um, I wouldn't give any advice to my past self because I'm so perfect and I don't need any advice and you should be taking advice from me, okay. which I thought fit for her character. But If I understood a word that she was saying, maybe that I would have gotten that. But I, I, I like what you said. That makes sense for her char- character. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Lemons was the best Q&A for She me. gave a good answer. Yeah. Uh, what would you... Something. And anyway, she said, I would kill that bitch Tracy because we started in the first pageant and she won and uh, she stole my crown and, and I, I hate I her. Did. Yeah. I and did. also... World peace, yes. which is the only answer. Yeah, the and I love answer. that Tracy Tracy Malcor is such an actress as well. Even though she's only a news anchor, right? But like, <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm. she was treated like, okay, <laughs> okay, right, bitch. <laughs> you know who's judging this competition? And then she said, "World peace," and she's like, oh, oh okay, uh, good. A yeah. queen for the people. I thought that was a really good answer. So overall, I thought the pageant was good. Uh, I thought it was funny seeing all the different characters, but I needed a lot more from Rita and uh, Ilona. Those were the two, and I needed more from Priyanka too, but those were the mm-hmm. two that I like. really was like, girl, like you need do to do something. something. Um, so then we get ready for the runway. And the runway is pageant perfection. Yes. Um, so we have a bit of a tiff. Bobo's cranky. Bobo is cranky. And Alona wants to pick a fight. But Bobo is ready to have no, it, honey. No, Alona wasn't just trying to pick a fight. She was trying to make Bobo being upset and being cranky still about herself. Like, girl. Mm-hmm. And so then they start fighting and they start bickering. And everyone is like, girl, what the fuck are they even fighting about? And they're sitting right next to each other. So everyone's just like, girl. <laughs> Uh, look how fucking orange you look. Yeah. So Ilona is just like, oh, you're too much. And uh, she says, uh, no, uh, I'm sorry. Ilona is saying it's just too much to yeah. me. Um, and she goes, I'm just expressing how I feel. And Bobo says, so I can't? Like, I'm over here telling you that I was feeling upset and cranky. And you're like, why are you mad, though? Why are you rolling no, your eyes? No, she like, said, you, uh, Bobo said, I'm cranky. And Bo- Ilona was Alone, like. Bobo. Bobo. I think you said Bobo. Sorry. No. And Bobo said, I'm cranky. And Alona's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And how are you going to feel if somebody says, I'm not feeling my 100% right now. And somebody's like, I can tell. Which is what I used to do when I was a kid. My siblings, used, like, because I mean, it was a good example. It was like, because you handled this well. Whenever I came over to visit on Saturday and I was tired and you were like, everything okay? You sad? And I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, but I was just tired. My siblings used to handle it much differently. Whenever I was tired or just, like, not in the mood to be, like, my typically expressive self, my siblings used to pick the fuck out of me. And they'd just be like, why are you mad, though? Why are you mad, though? Why are you mad? And I was like, I'm not mad. I'm now mad because you guys made me mad. So, like, that's how I'm feeling. I'm empathizing with Bobo. Because it's like, I was mad, and you just were like, yeah, you're mad. It's like... Yeah, I'm mad. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't need you to, like, pick more fun at the fact that I'm mad. Like, I just fucking told you I'm mad. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, yep. I don't understand. Um, and then they, they fight for a little bit. And Alona's like, um, I'm done with the fight. Mm-hmm. And Bobo's like, absolutely not. I read that too. Uh, you... You don't get to decide when things are done because you feel like you're wrong now. Exactly. She was like, I just said my piece, so I'm done. And Bubba's like, no. 
we're not done here because you're... I'm not going to look like the bad guy yeah, because exactly. you're a fucking idiot. Exactly. Um, and Alona gives a stupid apology and she's like, well, I'm sorry that you were in your feelings and we're good now. Yeah. And, and we're good now is not like a, are you okay? It's like, I'm okay with you now. I don't care what anyone else is doing. Like, like the only person that ever needs to be apologized to is Alona. Exactly. And we saw that multiple times. Like we saw that with her fight with Jimbo. And like, once she realized that she was f- losing to Jimbo as well, he was like, well, I said what I said and I have feelings of we're done here. And Jimbo was like, okay, yep. whatever. Like you're just being a little bitch. I don't understand. Um, but yes. I do love Rita saying, now, now girls, this is a Canadian show. <laughs> so stop fighting. So stop fighting. <laughs> Apologize. I really actually really like Rita. I like, love Rita. She Bega. has in, impressed me quite a bit. Um, which is so surprising because when we started it, I was like, I'm not going to like Rita at yeah. all. Because she seemed kind of like a suck up bitch, but now she's not. Like, she really isn't. She's very much like, I mean, she's still a little stuck up, but she. Well, I think that's also, and coming from Canada and, and someone relating who's lived in with Quebec, French people, Quebec. that French people are not. I, they're not as warm to begin. Mm hmm as English speaking people are mm-hmm. and it can come across off as either arrogant or rude. Yeah. But it's just the way that, that they are. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Because Rita Bega is a sweetheart. Yes. She is talented. She, she cares. cares about people. Mm-hmm. As we'll see later, she mm-hmm. cares a lot. And yeah. As we will definitely see later, and I'm ready to get to that, so let's keep going. Oh, let's keep going. Um, okay, so then they talk about their drag elders as inspiration, and Rita admits that Lady Bunny was her inspiration. Bun Bun! Mm-hmm. Ugh, we love And bun she bun. talked about the inspo of being body positive. Because she used to be a big girl. Mm-hmm. I, the pictures, I was like, girl, you lost a lot, a lot of, weight. of weight. That had to been like at least 70 pounds. Like, that was a lot of weight to lose, girl. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Like, that was great. Um... Lemon and, has a couple body issues. So then they too. talked to Lemon as well, and like they were like, "Well, your body is perfect." And she's like, "Uh, no," because she talks about being a dancer and how like she would stare into the dance mirrors for twelve hours trying to correct every little flaw, and every single time she was told like, "You don't have six pack abs, you don't have bulging Biggest biceps, shoulders. yeah, you don't have all this shit." And like as we have seen on Instagram and Twitters and all the things. A lot of that shit is genetic, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, y'all looking out here trying to get the six-pack abs and those massive muscles, like, y- sometimes you just can't. Like, well, and, yes. And, and that's men okay. suffer from body, body dysmorphia, too. Exactly. So, it's not it's not a bad thing. But, like, and I'm not telling you you can't have these things. I'm just telling you, like, there is a realast, re- realistic, realistic, like, thing that you need to realize that you need to love yourself mm-hmm. more than you need to let other people judge you let this perception of other people judge you for that. that and sense? you need to realize that nobody's body is the same. And exactly. People, and you can talk about it. Exactly. We, neither me or Chris are ripped. I'm uh, not ripped. We enjoy our food and we enjoy our alcohol. So, yes. so we're never going to have s- six packs and big shoulders. Yeah. My shoulders are much wider than Chris's, but that's just my natural genetic build. <laughs> um, I did say that you're right. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. And everybody is beautiful. Yes. Everybody is beautiful. And so it's about loving yourself and loving the skin you're in. So mm-hmm. please make sure of that. Never keep up with the Joneses because you'll never be 
uh, happy. Exactly. Um, so, th- I mean, that's basically what she was saying. So I have to say, like, dancers are fucking crazy. Like, I knew one of Black my... Black Swan? Yes. Hey. Black Swan. One of my best friends was a dancer in high school, and she was like, I mean, dance moms? Fuck. That shit is real. That shit is very real. So, like, the yes, people... Yes, and I'm trying to be the teacher. <laughs> the, these bitches are like, oh, dance moms is like a overdramatic shit. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Honey, that happens in your neighborhood. That's that's a real life thing that these you got mo- a dance these, studio not nearby. Even white moms, these moms, like regardless of color, are literally just like, "Bitch, my child is important. Pay attention to my child." And it's like that, uh, as we'll see later. Child beauty pageants. Mm-hmm. It's banned in banned. Whenever I uh, so uh, quick story here, and I'm not oh, bitter about I'm bored it. I already. Am. Yeah, exactly. Back when I was in band, I was drum major my junior year, and then senior year they had to choose between three people. Because normally, what happens is like there is uh, uh, one junior drum major and like two or three other senior drum majors. So then the junior drum major just becomes head drum major regardless. Like there's no question about it. Well, what happened the year that I was trying out is that they had three senior drum majors. No, four senior drum majors. So we had to start completely over. And so then we ended up having like a new senior drum major, head drum major, and then three junior drum majors for my junior year. And so then once she left, it was three junior drum majors that were trying, vying for this head drum major spot. And so then when they found out that I was the one who was like putting in all the effort and making all the changes and like doing all the shit, they were like, well, Chris wins the head drum major spot, head drum major spot. But we didn't actually have to try out because the director refused to do it. So what happened is that she just kept on prolonging this, prolonging this, prolonging it. And like as long as fuck. And one of the guys was just like, I don't care if I'm drum major anymore. Just like find out who, who it is. And it was between me and this other guy. And, then the guy's mother walked into the director's office and was like, you need to make a decision. And the director was like, okay, well, Chris is the head drum major, not your son. And she was like, the mother was like, oh, fuck no. And then they had like a three-hour-long meeting about this. So they made us co-head drum majors. Well, then the guy stopped showing up for practice on time, so then he got kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit gets crazy because band moms are like dance moms where it's like my son didn't get what he wanted i'm mad at you and, there was, and it would be so funny like whenever band moms would be arguing about their child who was not good at their instrument they'd be in like second or third band they'd be like why didn't they get a promotion it was like because they're not good <laughs> practice your instrument do better (laughs) like i don't understand uh but regardless there are people out there that are fucking crazy so what a long story about you yes Uh, i wanted to give you a little bit of background you know (laughs) (laughs) so then we head to the main stage yes yes (laughs) uh guest judge this week ali x Um, who really needs to unbleach her eyebrows because it's girl garish it is not great not great. I did not I don't know like if she it. did that just for. She drag normally race. has black eyebrows or dark brown eyebrows. Yeah. Um, she's been blonde before. But did she bleach just the eyebrows just to be on Drag Race and make it look like a drag thing, or did she? Well, then why didn't she wear any eyeshadow? I don't know. <laughs> That's why it was you're not supposed great. to do that. It I just I was oh, I was like she is. A little scary, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this should be our spoopy podcast, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, I, but I do appreciate her. 
Yeah. We love LEX. Yes. Um, so the first look on the stage, Ilona Verley. Um, I love the bejeweled like pullover mesh that she has. Mm -hmm. I think I it's love the really lovely. Jewels. I thought that was loved gorgeous. It. I would wear that. Take it, mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the she, jewel part. The it plays with the dimensions of her body very well mm -hmm. because I think that uh, it, it was like big on top and then like big waist, tiny little or not big waist, uh, big hips, tiny mm -hmm. little waist, and yes. then we got further down and then we got to the ankles. It was just like. Like, whoosh, like an ex mm. like a, a rocket taking off, and I was not a part of that. Um, I would have wished the dress to be like a little bit more of a hobble skirt, to where like she had like a tiny little opening at the bottom of her dress. Me too. I thought that the mermaid dress cut needed to be skinnier because I love the dripping in jewels, but the dress was very basic. I wish the dress because like she had big hips. I wish that she would have maybe padded like a thicker pad on her hips to make them even bigger mm -hmm. and then make the bottom like skinnier and maybe lower down as well. Make it like the hobble skirt of uh, that Contia wore, like for the latex thing where it's like way down there so that you could just you like just barely, barely waddle. Yeah. Cause that would have been, I think that would have been perfect. I think it would look gorgeous, but <laughs> I, sorry, I do have to say I hated, hated her wig. Oh, so yes, much. I hate the wig. I also hate, hate, hate the jewelry. No, I actually like the jewelry. No, no, no. Because the the earrings and the necklace so close together, it just looks like she's Too like much. fucking full. Okay. Um, and I get the purple motif. Nothing glamorous to me about bright purple lipstick with that dress. Okay. And the hair, baby, that's a British judge. Yeah. That is. They said George Washington. I was like, yes. The George hair Washington. actually reminded me of that ugly ass wig that Aja wore for that like volcano princess oh, challenge yes. like sticking straight up I was like girl what is this cone hair we don't need this this is a no how uh, far back does your head go exactly it was so ugly so ugly so so ugly the wig itself like I could deal with the jewelry around her neck the makeup was a little much but you are a better judge on makeup than I am. Much better judge on makeup than I am. Uh, but the wig was just so, so bad. bad. So that bad. That was gross. So bad. So, like, for my... Did I could... she look beautiful? Yes. yes. Did I like it? No. no. So I Is could... it a spoop or a poop? It's a poop. I couldn't decide between a poop or an oop. Oh, no, because I, I was 100% Because she did look pretty with, like, the jewels and, like, the dress was okay. But the wig got me to a point where I was like, girl. No. This ruins you. Because a lot of these things in drag, if you, y'all listening, these little things can literally make or break an outfit mm -hmm. so quickly. So fucking quickly. So, well, because normally, what are you judged by? Other drag queens. Other drag what queens. What are they looking for? The tiniest the, little thing to exactly. tear you the fuck down. Are you wearing nails? You stoned your dress. Mm -hmm. You're wearing a wig. You're doing drag. How interesting that you wore two-inch heels tonight. Also interesting that you've done, been doing drag for two years and everyone else has started. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up, Rain. Um, Bitch. <laughs> you said that, not me. Uh, um, next to the stage. Is... Wait, so I officially said poop. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, lemon... Now, we know, I know how you feel about this, but I love, 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 love this look. I love it so much. Okay, say so your piece. Um, it's <laughs> and I'll campy. say my piece. And you can't, if I'm not going to say anything during yours, I'm not going to say anything during mine. Is that okay? I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that, you little bitch, so go on. Uh, it's campy. It's cute. It's unexpected from Lemon. Uh, she is trying to do Honey Boo Boo cosplay. They said pageant. They didn't say it had to be a drag pageant. 
And I think that it was a smart choice of her because she doesn't have to pad the skirt because it swallows her and she's not supposed to have boobs. Um, she stole that hair from Trixie Mattel because it is high. Henny. Or Miss Cracker. Or Cracker, yes. <laughs> and I think that it's a way for Lemon to do a pageant to where she can show something different because what are they used to for Lemon? They're used to more glamour or something maybe that's homemade that's not that great. This, I think, was a very smart for, smart choice for her because she can be a little bit more vulnerable than... Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Oh, you talk during my... I get to talk Oh, my yours. God. Vulnerable than normal. And <laughs> you I can talk it. when I mess up a word, okay? Mess up. <laughs> it's, it's a spoof. <laughs> okay. Wait, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wrong! <laughs> I'm going to say that I absolutely understand that this is camp, uh, but I hate, hate this outfit so much. Uh, the tool completely swallows her. If she had taken off like two or three layers of the tool at the top, maybe this look could have been so much better because it would have been like a little tutu thing, blah, blah, blah. But she, I understand that the camp was to be a little kid and like swallow herself completely. But girl, this is drag. This is a drag pageant and drag pageant, pageant queens are literally everywhere. You can take actual drag pageants and look to find out what actual drag pageants look like. And girl, I understand that you were going for like a little kid look, but this is not it. Um, the two, like I said, completely swallows her. She looked like an ugly ball. Uh, and then the socks and flat shoes. Girl, what the fuck is this? You had a one inch heel on and socks? This is drag. This is drag, girl. I understand that you are do- trying to do camp and it is not working for me. Um, how is this pageant? Uh, this reminds me of when Gigi Good tried to be campy in her last look as best drag on season 12, which you loved and I hated. Remember uh, that she did like the braces and like the ruffle shirt as a prom dress. Uh, and I thought that was so ugly too. Um, I pooped this so hard. Okay. <laughs> I want to address your four points. <laughs> so the tool, uh-huh. have you seen anything chi- child pageant drag? Yes. It's I've supposed seen... to, they're not supposed to be. I know that they're not trying sexualized. to sexualize these children. Cutesy. But this is a dra- You are an adult doing a drag competition. But do you not understand that that's her purpose is to I be a child I understand what she's trying star. to do. Yes. But I think it's ugly. <laughs> it's completely small as her. There's no shape. And she, it, on top of that, she has gotten red four times for having zero shape on her body since the competition started, and she wears so this. So what would you prefer her to do for a child pageant look? Not this. Not Tell this. me what would you In fix. In the great words of... I t- just told you. I would take off a couple levels of the tool. And it would be drag. more sexualized, and it would be a little bit because more of like a ballerina rather than what she's going for. But could she still get the point across? No. I, could, I yes. No. I could, yes. I could still get the idea of her doing uh, the child drag, especially if I would forgive the socks if she cut off a little bit of this. I'm not trying to make her sexualize. I'm trying to make her look like a drag queen, not a child. She's, She's doing camp. Why don't you get it? <laughs> you said that about Gigi too, and I hated it. <laughs> Yes, because she's she was doing camp too. She was doing a high school kid in prom. Whatever. But I thought it was stupid. So we have the tool. Now we have the pageant. Yes. It's a pageant. They don't say which kind of a pageant it is. You're right. So she can do child pageant. Yes. 
So your whole argument there is not valid. She can do child pageant if she's going to make it drag. It's this is not drag. Pageant. No, they this said not pageant. Drag. This is not drag. It's pageant. This is not a drag queen doing It's a drag queen because, doing okay, a child pageant. Because I've done a drag competition. Every single time that I've done any of this shit, they're always like, make it bigger. Thomas tells me that every single time that I put on drag, he says, make it bigger. How is this bigger? No, no don't take your drag advice from him. He's what helped me. <laughs> Oh, he, he's not bringing, everything that I've bringing him into the fight. <laughs> come, for, come over here and talk on the microphone. Here. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so, yes, she's doing a drag pageant of a child pageant. What? No, 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 no. What about this screams drag besides a mass of hair? Not even that. The mass of hair is normal in pageants, child pageants. So what about this is drag? Tell me. Please. That it's a, making fun of a child pageant. Oh, because it's a man in a wig. No. Then what's drag? It's a farcical impression of what a child pageant star looks like. I disagree entirely, and I think this look is so ugly. You're disgusting. <laughs> Third Anyways. point. No, I still have two oh, more you, points. You to, oh, sorry. I forgot what the fourth point is. We'll just move on to the third. The shoes. She's doing a tap dance routine. Those are tap shoes. I don't fucking care. Okay, but you're going to tell me that if Michelle Visage was not on Robbie the Turner came in out in fucking roller skates. That was this the is challenge. the same thing. No, she came out on stage with roller skates. The, the and nobody else did. The challenge was women on skates. And she said She did she, it before. No, she said that... Nobody else had skates and she did. Yes, that's do true. Do not 100%. remember season eight? Season eight literally said women on skates and she said I'm the only person who came out on skates that was the challenge and she was the only one who did it yeah but nobody else did so so that's not the point the people didn't realize that that's the what challenge they meant was not tap dancer the talent the, or, I'm sorry the challenge was not, the, challenge the challenge is pageant and you're supposed to have a talent and she's a they tap dancer they already did the talents oh my god for fuck's sake keep going uh, it's a spoop for me. I loved it. And it's a hard poop for me. Moving on to <laughs> Rita Baga. Rita um, Baga. Her look was so elegant. I so elegant. audibly gasped. The black and white sparkle with the gloves and the beautiful mermaid cut. This is the mermaid cut that I wanted from Ilona. Like, I wanted it lower down. I didn't want, Ilona, I, I didn't want her well, to have a okay. mermaid, but if she did, it would be this. Yeah, I, I understand. But, like a thicker a thinner circle for your mermaid cut i mm. wanted a bigger bottom and uh you know that's my life um <laughs> uh but like this is what i want wanted um i thought she looked beautiful and so gorgeous i love the nude makeup or the very like minimal minimal makeup that she had on I thought it worked well with her skin. I thought she did so well on covering her tattoos that she wanted to cover. Um, the only problem I had is with the hair. The hair, the wig line looked oh, no, real rough. Oh, did you? Oh, I did, yeah. The wig line looked real rough, and I wish that she would have, once again, because I think she did a slick back look previously. I didn't slick it back enough, and I wish she would have done that. But I still go to Spoop. I audibly gasped when I saw this for the first time. I mm -hmm. thought it was amazing. Uh, she looks so good. The dress is this gorgeous. Is pageant. <laughs> this is gorgeous. And the matching gloves are stunning. I think it makes her look as just just the like she flows through the stage. Oh yeah. 
her shoulders and skin. Ah, oh, so gorgeous. The bottom of the skirt, every single time that she kicked her feet, they would just like... It looked like she was walking down the stairs the whole time. Yes, because it was just like shifting and shifting and so gorgeous. It was beautiful. Uh, she's covered in tattoos on her arms and back, but apparently it's not even visible. And it the camera does so well. The camera hides a little bit. Not that in Canada's I, Drag Race. Have you watched some of their faces? If you look at RuPaul's yes, Drag Race, yes, yes, their yes. faces always look so flawless. And I'm like, okay, there has to be a filter on there. But mm-hmm. then you go to Canada's Drag Race and like you can see like the bumps and stuff like that that normally people have. That's they, not a weird I mean, thing. they close up a little bit more. And this is not closed up. Yeah. But I, I know if I was in person like staring at her, I could see her tattoos on her. Yeah, yeah. But it was perfected. It was. The cover-up, seamless. The way she highlighted her shoulders, ma'am... Her skin looks like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the makeup, stunning. I get Charlize Theron in the J'adore commercials. Mm. I showed Thomas earlier. He said no. But I still understand. I didn't agree, understand. but I know what you're talking about. Where she's coming out of that pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I disagree. No, I I'm with Thomas. So. <laughs> um, Thomas said she looked like Cruella de Vil. No, that's later. That's Jimbo. Well, he said that. Or that not Jimbo. Like Cruella Bobo. Bobo. Uh, regardless, I love the slick back hair on her. Her It mo- needed to be more slick. I liked the hair for this look. I really did. I wanted it more like poignant. It was just so it looked like hey, it was. It could be done. A, a Blair St. Clair's uh situation where it was wet and it isn't now. It isn't now. Anyway, word du jour, humid. <laughs> humid. Or I was mot du jour, humid. Mm-hmm. Word of the day, moist. Spoop! I gave it a spoop too. I agree with you. Even though the hair was off for me, I give it a spoop. Next up to the argument stage, I mean, next up to the stage is Jimbo. Isn't it Priyanka? Oh, sorry. I did miss her. Sorry, I scrolled up too high. Priyanka. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Gorgeous. <laughs> yes, I thought she was gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's giving us g- gorgeous Bollywood pageant, a real like Bollywood pageant. Uh, she's Bollywood princess, honey. She yes. is not in any kind of a competition. No. She is on top. Uh, she, the blue on her skin. So beautiful. Pops. It pops. And um, you know what the gays love? A motherfucking cape. Yes. Gays love a cape. Always. Long chiffon cape. Mm. Loved it. I thought she looked so gorgeous. I love the hair. Uh, I think I told you when I was here that I wish the hair was like a little bit like different because I didn't really like the hard part, but you told me that it was very Bollywood. It is uh, very Bollywood. So I'll accept it, but regardless, I get this. You know what I, hair. so for the hair, normally I can't stand a wig helmet because that is a wig helmet. That's a wig it helmet, not girl. Move no. Um, but it was so authentic looking to mm-hmm. Bollywood yeah. that I, you can't, you can't like, say I, anything I cannot about it. I cannot not accept it. It yeah. was so good. And I love that the earrings match like the gold inlay of the applique on mm-hmm. the dress and the slit to show her leg. Beautiful, honey. Yes. Oh, so spoop. I get a spoop. Spoop, spoop, spoop. Uh, next up to the stage is Jimbo. Jimbo, um, is an L for me. That's a loss, honey. No. You're not going to explain anything? I have lots, but you can tell me what you like about it because apparently you do. Uh, well, so she's giving us Marie Antoinette realness. Uh, she and Nothing the old it. and the old style wig as well. Uh, the hair curl. Do like the wig? Is everything that's something that we see on Trixie Mattel all the fucking time. So anyone who loves Trixie Mattel but hates this look suddenly or hates this wig suddenly. I like the wig. I don't like the look. And, and I just. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, we do lose some shape around her waist because we lose of the, all the shape. There's no shape. The fluff, 
but we pick up from it a lot from the shape of the hoop skirt. The hoop skirt jets out from her waist so much that we get that shape back. And it turns into like a fucking croissant. There's points on the edges of her skirt. Okay, but she still looks really pretty. Uh, the, the makeup was a little too much because she didn't put enough definition in like the pink up here. Uh, but I give it a spoop regardless. Oh. Uh, because... Uh, there's also another point that we, because we don't really talk about the judges' critiques, but they read Jimbo for filth on the runway for having no shape and for being she campy. Has no shape, and she is being 100% campy. But then they don't read, they loved Lemon for being campy and having no shape. Do you not see the, the, the difference here? Because Lemon was literally a box and wore socks on the runway, and they were like, Lemon, you're gorgeous. And then when Jeffrey was like, Jimbo, you are because not doing glamour. There's no kind of like a spin on it to try to make it something different. If she's trying to be pageant glamour, or if you're trying to put maybe the smallest spin on it, 1950s glamour, which is not as big of a spin as you said pa pageant. Well, she was I'm going to give 1800s you. 1800s glamour. No, that's 1950s. She was doing Marie Antoinette. Where did they have ostrich feathers in the 1800s? Oh my God. Ostriches? From where? Africa. No. <laughs> yes. I thought it was not good. Um, I get the theme. I think the idea is a little bit too far. If she had done a little bit more like sexy, like Marilyn Monroe kind of uh, happy birthday, Mr. President, or kind of like slim fitting, she's got big curves. I would have liked that. This is trying to be Christian Dior where it's a big, massive skirt with a tiny, tiny little waist, but mm. the waist is not there. There is no waist. It essentially is... I mean... Lemon didn't have a waist and you love that. Because it's a child pageant. You're That's, not supposed to give a girl... Okay. The waist goes like... Uh, like this game bottle, but at the bottom, mm -hmm. it was flared out. It was just like a triangle. It was not... a. It was not a shape. If she was going for Marie Antoinette, that's what Marie Antoinette looked like. No, Marie Antoinette had a tiny waist. Okay. And a big poofed out. She had a big ass cage in her back to make it look like she had a big ass. Jimbo had no ass. It was poofed out at the sides and there was nothing in back. Um, I think that Jimbo can do comedy and the challenge designated to show a different side from some queens is exactly why I would have liked her to do something more traditional glamour because we know that she's funny. We know that she goes too far. I would have liked it if she had done something more like Rita Vega mm -hmm. where it was just traditional. Lemon, we know she does glamour. We know she does things like that. We want to see more camp from her. Jimbo, I, I think that she just looks a bit too much like a Dr. Seuss character from The Grinch. Um, and I cannot stand, I cannot stand the rhinestone earrings that she attached to her face. They're disgusting and they don't make any sense. She cries diamonds. There is a better way to do that. Glue rhinestones to your face. I didn't like it at all. It was a poop. Okay. It was a hard poop for me. Okay. Well, I'm glad we had opposite opinions on people who have opinions. You don't even want to fucking argue about it. Because I'm not going to argue with right. it. No, because if I argue with it, you're going to get all mad. And Who's ever mad at this show? The last time I had a different opinion from you, you told me to shut the fuck up. So <laughs> I always tell you to shut the fuck up. What's the <laughs> but difference? But this one was more poignant. 
So I'm well, not going to argue with you. Well, that's that's my issue because they should always be pouring in. Oh my god. Uh, no, I disagree. I think that Jimbo looked much better than well, women. Okay, you're right. Uh, so the next up to Scarlo Scar- Scarlo Lord. Bob Scarlet Bobo. Jesus. Um, uh, I actually really love this. Yeah, I think she looks beautiful. She comes out with that Cruella de Vil vibes with the like white hair poofed up. I'm getting the uh, that I'm getting from the black and white hair, uh, but the green earrings were a miss for me. Oh, Girl, I love why, the green earrings. Why did you wear green? Because it's You're a pop. You're wearing black and white. Yeah, it's a pop. It's something to look at. What else is green on her? Nothing. That draws you up here to look at her face. She wants to see how beautiful she is. Okay. Um, I The angle that I paused it in to get a better look at the, the her dress, she was turned to the side kind of. I saw Bianca Del Rio. Oh. It I, was 100% I Bianca that. Del Rio. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if that's a compliment, but I'm, in, I'm intending it as one. Um, it's a little busy for me because of the netted sash on the side. I thought it was pretty distracting. I had a problem with that just because it looked pretty. I actually have to say I think it looked pretty. The problem that I had with it is it was really heavy on the fabric that she had as a hole for the dress. And so she kept on kicking it. Instead of like it going mm-hmm. with her, it was in her way. She tripped on it. Visibly on the runway a couple of times, it, like not trip trip, but it was like not working for her. Yeah, and that made me sad for her. But it was attached to the other side. It wasn't a free free flowing part of the garment. Yeah. So when she pulled her other side, which was like a big uh, leg slit, yeah, the other part of the dress moved. Came. So yeah, I'm not saying it's a different part. I'm just saying it was difficult for her. To it walk was difficult in. for her to move in because that is a big piece of fabric. It, when you, that was a lot of fabric on you, one side and not the other. Yeah, when you so rouge it up like down. that, it's mm-hmm. just like very heavy. Oh yeah. Um, either way, I still liked it. it I loved it. Yeah, I still wear the swoop. I thought it was very pretty. I thought it was a different side of Scarlet Boba that we'd not seen before because we see a lot of punk stuff. And it's like what the judges said. I really agreed with what the judges said was that uh, it was like they took a rocker and said, you have to go to this glamorous show, be glamorous. And you, you will not be allowed in unless you're being glamorous. But she didn't sacrifice a single thing about herself. So. Yeah, you still saw her tattoos. Exactly. You saw everything. I love that. She bit did of, the white a little thing. bit of a helmet hair, which I'm not crazy about. Yeah, but, but it's also a pageant. Pageant is literally helmet, helmet hair. hair. It's yeah. what, it, like, that's what I'm expecting from pageants is just like straight up, like this wig, you shake it a million times, it will stay in the same spot, mm-hmm. will not move. It's you like do when, a whole lip sync, your hair shouldn't Exactly. Move. It's like when Dixie wore that giant-ass wig as a, um, Articuno, when, like, originally I was going to wear this, like, flat white wig, and uh, Lynn Adonis was like, no, you're going to wear this. And it was like a big wig. That wig was not moving, girl. <laughs> that It does not move. So, uh, yeah, I understand that, and I understand that pain. Because let me tell you, it's painful. Uh, do you want to do tops and bottoms first or go to the back room? Uh, I'll say tops and bottoms. Okay. Uh, so my top is lemon, mm-hmm. and I don't have a second. My parenthesis is Bobo slash Rita. No, Bobo slash Jimbo. I was like, Rita, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, my tops and bottoms, we're going to say Jimbo as the winner and lemon as a top. Because uh, even though the judges hated Jimbo's dress, I enjoyed her dress um, much more than lemon's. But I also... That aside, I thought that Jimbo's performance in the challenge was stand out above anyone else. Like, there, I don't think that anyone else deserved to win over that challenge. I thought Lemon came pretty close. She did. I agree. That's why I put her in the top. Lemon did a very, well, a very good job, but Jimbo was just like, 
She it was on it. Yeah, she was it for me. Her look was on stage was yeah. not good. The bottoms, I actually would have said uh, Ilona versus Rita. I was down for Ilona versus Priyanka mm-hmm. with a change out of Rita. Okay. Uh, I actually do not think that Priyanka deserved it in the bottom because even though, so it, once again, we talk about this all the time. Is like, what do you weigh higher, the challenge or the the look? The look? And so Rita's look was flawless. I would mm. say easily the best look on the runway, but Priyanka's look was also really good, but not as oh, don't pull your eyes sorry, like that. not uh, I was just rubbing my eyes, not as flawless as Rita's, but. The challenge, I thought that, I honestly laughed at Priyanka's more than I loved at Rita's. I thought it was more entertaining with her character, even though it was one note, according to the judges. I would put Rita in the bottom. Rita's character was so one note, but they both looked gorgeous on Rita's character wasn't even a character. At least Priyanka's character was her character. character, Was playing as misdemeanor. Alona's character, not close to miserable. Um... Rita's character, not close to mismatched. Like, those are the two that you didn't play the character at all. And I think that they should have been the bottom. Yeah. That's what that's what my argument is, and I'm going to stick to it until the day I die. Oh, bitch. Bitch. Uh, let's go backstage. Yeah. Oh. Um, so Priyanka is getting down on herself, honey. She mm-hmm. All of her confidence right now is dwindling. She is upset from being on TV, and she's like, maybe I'm not actually funny. I've been on TV all this time, and like, which is such a turnaround because one, we both really like Priyanka. Yeah. And two, in the very beginning, like from the moment Priyanka walked into the workroom, she was like, I got she this. She had that spunk. She had that spunk. And, and now she's just like. Spunk? Is that a word? This is a word for jizz. She oh. had that spunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Spark. Spark. Spunk. I think spunk is a, a thing. For, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, sure. Let's continue. Um, and she's wondering about if she had made all the right decisions in her life. And I don't, I feel so bad for her because I do think she's doing very well. And I think she's going to gain a lot of popularity and a lot of gigs from this show. And in the moment, I'm sure when they're filming it, she's like, fuck, am I like lackluster and nobody's interested in this? But she's getting this huge influx on Twitter. And if you follow her, I follow her. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is filmed beforehand. She doesn't know know how people are going to react to her. But now I know she... She, she could probably gather that people really enjoy her. Mm-hmm. But I just hate that she's feeling like she's like, did I make a mistake of trying to do this? Because mm. no, girl, we love it. I can't Keep pay doing my rent. It. Like, I quit TV or quit my TV show job just to be a drag queen. And now I'm like, is this okay? <laughs> like, I understand. But also at the same time, you are a drag race cr- queen now. Um, which be, ultimately puts you higher above regardless any local if you're James queen. Manfield and gets eliminated first or the winner like you're gonna be someone who gets booked everywhere you can put that on everything and be like you owe me a thousand dollars for this booking or more Pork Chop like, Parker she exactly. went home the first on the first season Look how and she famous still gets she gigs is. exactly so it, you can literally get gigs regardless of like what drag queen you are it means it, d- it demands what work you come from after that Katya's never won a drag race one of the most famous queens ever. Like, I think her, her uh, fee is more than m- most queens. Well, I know. But like, what I'm saying is like, you don't have to win. You get fans who you want get, to see you. you and they will pay to regardless. see you. Regardless. Exactly. And like, it's the queens that upset me that like Sasha Bell or Magnolia Crawford are the ones that like go on to Drag Race and just like fucking quit drag like after they like lost first or second. Like, 
girl, Tempest Azure and Kasha, Mrs. Kasha Davis didn't finish after season seven after losing Kelly once. Mantle. Kelly Mantle. They're still out there doing drag. Kelly Mantle's like, what, almost 50 now? And she's, she's still, dead. <laughs> she's still doing drag. So, like, you don't have to end your Aja. You don't have to end your career. Darian Lake. You well, Darian Lake didn't end her career. Darian Lake's still famous. Um, no, I know. Yeah, I'm saying I'm oh, naming. You're talking about Linda. I'm naming queens who lost and stopped doing drag. It's yes. like you don't have to stop. Tyra doing... Sanchez won and she stopped doing drag. And she's a fucking she's bitch. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so like you don't just because you lose or win doesn't mean that you have to like stop. You're still gonna be famous regardless. So like that's my little little shtick there as well. So. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then we get to the major uh, drama. Lord. Jimbo's pissed. Jimbo thinks that she's in the bottom because Priyanka's like, oh, I'm definitely in the bottom. Jimbo's like, oh, I don't know. I might. Because everyone's like, Alona, you're in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Alona, we liked having you yeah. here. No, we didn't. You're, no. But it's good to see you. Yeah. And then Priyanka's like, oh, I'm definitely in the bottom. Jimbo's like, I might be in the bottom because Jeffrey, uh, she goes off about Jeffrey just, like, not understanding what glamour is at all. And I was like... And this really put me off to Jimbo because everything that Jimbo's done... To Jimbo done, or yes, Jeffrey? Well, no, to both. Well, yeah. We've never liked Jeffrey. Yeah. What are you talking about? Jimbo has always been a good sport. Mm -hmm. And this is not sportsmanship behavior. Mm -hmm. You, as soon as well, somebody says... Well, the later some, part is the part that kind of irritated me about Jimbo. I'm upset by both. Okay. You are upset. You say that Jeffrey needs to look up glamour in the, in a dictionary because he has <laughs> no idea what it is. I mean, that's a classic joke. I thought it was funny because there's already so much hate towards Jeffrey Border mm -hmm. Chapman for not understanding anything about drag. And he's a drag judge. judge. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then I thought it was just perfectly timed for me. That's why I thought it was funny. Uh, I understand where you're coming from and what you're saying, though. I don't like it because you're ready to agree with anyone, anyone with they, when they sing your praises. But yeah. as soon as somebody has something bad to say about you, you're just 100%. They have no fucking idea what they're talking about. They need to shut the fuck up and get off of this TV show. Yeah. I don't like that. It doesn't... You need to have some kind of grace and some stability to a, a show like this. in her defense a little bit, everyone else gave her, like, no actual critiques. What? Stacy said she hated it. She said she said it was ugly. They, then, Stacey, you mean Allie? Stacy McKenzie said it was ugly. Oh, Stacy, sorry. Um, you're right. She just say, say it was ugly. And Brooklyn said she didn't get it. Okay. Well, she didn't get it, but, like, those are... I feel like the ugly part, maybe not, but everything else was like kind of less, like not as bad as Jeffrey. Like, I would say seventy-five percent of the judges panel said no, it's ugly. Not in so many words. Jeffrey was the one who like really. Jeffrey went and Stacy both said. I, it's I agree ugly. that Stacy saying it was ugly. I agree. I will say that Stacy saying that, but. Brooklyn and Allie were more demure about it. Yes, yes but exactly. they didn't they, they all it. said it wasn't great. I do agree with that point, but they did not like attack her the way that I feel like Jeffrey was just like, this is just not like. Well, she said she, it was more uh, amongst the lines that she said to a, a girl earlier that I don't remember, but she said, I question your taste level, mm -hmm. which is what she said to, 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 uh, was that a cough to interject? No. Nothing. Uh, she, she said, I question your taste level. And in not so many words, or more words that I thought, thought were more 
sophisticated than saying, I question your taste level. She just said, I don't see glamour here. No, I think that Jeffrey's uh, critiques were harsher than anyone else's. I think that Stacy's were the harshest, if, if anyone. Mm-hmm. She said, it's ugly. Your hair is ugly. Yeah, but her lead up to it was because she critiqued just the hair when she said the hair was just ugly. She didn't say the whole look was ugly. Jeffrey was one who was just like, everything you just said is, or everything that you just have in front of you is just like not glamour, not good, you're not good, go. Like, I think that Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's, I don't think that what Jeffrey said was as good as anyone else's. And also, Stacey McKenzie's a model, and so I would easily take what she's saying over how to look like glamour more than Jeffrey. Just say. I'm just saying, and I understand there's a lot of Jeffrey hate out there. I mean, there. you want to talk about the queen that was being, or the, the judge that was being the meanest. I, in my opinion, it was Stacey. Okay. Anyways, so then Jimbo, uh, or then Rita's like, do you want an opinion? Are you open to critiques? And Jimbo was like, sure. Uh, I would love other people's opinions. So then Rita was like, Jimbo, you look old. <laughs> Girl, did you ask or did you not ask? Yeah, but, okay, so when I ask you, like, how do I look right now? I would say awful. Okay, maybe not you. I would ask someone who, I mean, these queens know each other for three weeks, and they're like, how do I look? Like, that's a little bit different than, like, me and you being good friends for, what, two, three years? Like, if I was to ask you an opinion, you'd tell me how it fucking is. See, but this is different, though, because if I were to... If somebody asked me how their makeup looked and I had known them for some time and I know that they're an artist, I would tell them my honest opinion. You know, your yeah. your wings are not straight or your brows are a little bit too dark and they don't match your hair. That's what she was telling Jimbo. She was saying, you the way that you've old. painted has made yourself look older than you are. Mm-hmm. And if you had chosen to do something that was a little less makeup-y, you probably would have looked younger. I mean, I'm, I'm on Rita's age. side. I'm not arguing, and I'm not trying to defend Jimbo because I don't think that she was in defense here. But the way that she kind of said it was like... Well, well because she's trying to she, give an honest, right off, honest right, opinion. Yeah, right off the bat, yeah. And French, well, in my experience, people that are of Quebecois descent are, are not beat around the bush kind of people. <laughs> I'm going to tell like, you how it is, exactly. Let me tell you what I don't like yeah. about this. It's this, exactly. Oh, yeah. So then Jimbo does not like those critiques um, from Rita. So then she goes, in. She goes buck fucking wild about this. on Rita Baga. And she was like, you have a crusty wig line. You look like shit. You got those million flyaways. Your hair is stupid. All of this shit. You look like a grandma who dunked her head in the toilet. Exactly. Like, not a, well... People will argue as to whether or not one of those things is true. I liked the hair on Rita. I hated it. But but we said that already. The real test of what a pageant queen is, is can they take that? And Rita said nothing. Yeah, she didn't. She sat there and just took all that. She said, okay, I gave you my honest opinion. You tell me what you think. You're welcome to it Mm. because... I volunteered my opinion. You accepted it, which infers that I will accept your opinion. But that also shows a little bit about like Rita Baga's character and her as a drag mother as well. Uh, Because Rita Baga has definitely um, shown that she uh, excels in the art of 
poignancy, I guess is the best way to say that. Uh, because she absolutely knows, like, okay, well, I've dealt with a bunch of, like, little sissy-ass drag queens just like yourself, and I can deal with y'all going off about all this shit because I've dealt with so much, like, feistiness. It's, like, from JR's with the girl, uh, the drag queen. What's her name? Um, Kyra. No. Uh, coffee. Th that bitch has been around the fucking scene. And I'm not saying that Rita Bag is as old as Coffee, but as a drag mother and a queen who know has been around the town for a little bit of time, uh, Coffee does so you think you can drag, and she just does not deal with these new queens at all. Like, she does the fucking uh, karaoke, and she's like, "Whatever, baby." She does that to the 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 drunk crowds too. She has dealt with drunk crowds, drunk drag queens, drag queens as being little prissy bitches, and I think Rita Baga is in that same position. She's like, "I've dealt with drag queens of all walks of life lashing out on me," and I'm she had a, a bridesmaid put a finger up her ass, up her butthole, <laughs> like. Girl. So, yeah, I'm thinking that, like, I think that Rita Baggett standing there and, like, standing her ground was chest kiss. Yeah. <laughs> she is a beautiful soul inside yes, and out. And I'm proud of her because I wouldn't be able to have the same composure nope, that she I would have yelled back. I would have been a little bitch. And I would have been like, like you have fucking... get out of my fucking face. I would have pulled a Fifi and, like, no. Get those Charlotte Russe earrings off of your fucking yeah. face uh -huh. and talk to me again. But this is Canada's Drag Race. And they're all just like. We're friends. Everything. Everyone loves each other. Mm. 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 Well. Uh, so then we go to the main stage. The main stage to hear our. Uh, do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, so good. Uh, the lip sync. Well, the winner. <laughs> the winner, yes, of course, is Lemon. our girl Lemon. Mm -hmm. Lemon. Lemon. Lemons. <laughs> Lemons. Lemons. <laughs> I either like to say lemons, I guess, now, or Lenman. Lemon? Lenum. 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 Uh, yeah. I agree. I, I'm i okay with it, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Who would you have won? Jimbo. Hmm. I would have said Jimbo. Um, so, of course, our actual bottoms are Malona and Priyanka. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to lip sync to an LEX song. Mm -hmm. Hello. Which I think, well, besides the song and what Priyanka did, I think that Priyanka's stage presence is so A++. Like, mm. she can command a crowd regardless of whatever the fuck she's doing. She can just walk around and just like, what's Priyanka doing? What's Priyanka doing? Like, I don't think I paid any attention to Ilona, Alona, Either, sing, either time that I watched it, the entire time I was just focused on, like, Priyanka's doing something. Now she's doing something again. Even when the camera was like, look at Alona. And the Priyanka would walk behind him like, where'd she go? And it wasn't... I would like to say it's not just because I am a fan of Priyanka, but I literally was just so obsessed watching what she was doing. Yeah. Um, I understand what... Alona was trying to portray during the song. The song remember. is so uh, unique that it doesn't really provide like a Split like a personality that yeah, goes yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so I think that they both chose different uh, avenues to pursue the song. I agree. And Alona was trying to do pageant. Also, she's dressed as a pageant queen, so that's an obvious choice. Why didn't she change? I don't, I don't understand. None of them really change. Yeah. Um, and Priyanka said, okay, we got to go comedy. And 
if I can pull out a flip or a split, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I think comedy surpassed pageantry in this, mm-hmm. which it normally, in my opinion, it does. Normally but does. In the, the fact that the song is, if you told me before, would you think pageantry or comedy would, would be a greater asset in this? I would say I have no idea what to tell yeah. you. For this song, yeah. Um, so I think it was really, at the beginning, was a kind of a toss-up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as soon as they started going, as soon as they get to the hello part, it's obvious that Priyanka won. It's like, hello. Being, like, just weird. I thought it was so funny for her approach to all of that. Because she was like, hello. She was like, oh. Hi. Hello. Like, Hi. Welcome to my home. Hi. Well, welcome. Like, it was a very, like, awkward hello. And I thought that was really funny to me. Um, I thought she did really good. Uh, so when we find out that... Our winner is... Priyanka. Priyanka. She wins a lip sync and she sends Ilona home. Ilona Verley is going home. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I'm actually... impressed with Ilona, though, because she's gotten a lot farther than I thought she exactly. would. Exactly. We, uh, yeah, I thought, so. I thought Anastasia was going to make go it home. much, yeah, exactly. I thought she was going to make it much further. Uh, I thought, uh, I'm sorry, I thought Anastasia was going to make it much further. I even thought that Tainomi was going to make it I thought Tainomi was going to make it to the top three. I Tainomi didn't beat Ilona, like, Girl. That's kind of harsh. Um, <laughs> All-Star 6, Lip Sync Assassin, Alone of Berlin. Alone? No! <laughs> Not great. I would hate that. Uh, but like, even, like... Really? Is this bitch for real? Even between her and Boa last week, I wish Boa would have come back and I, or I would have too. stayed instead of Ilona because having her instead of Ilona for this pageant, I think would have been so much better. Just put I- Boa in Ilona's shoes. I know that Ilona is not, or I'm sorry, Boa was not good at like acting either. Uh, I thought that she maybe could have done better, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, Just one man's opinion. You know what I'm saying? One Woman's One woman. Wow, this is a very long episode. Are we at two hours yet? Over that. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, we had too much of an argument about Jimbo. You're right, Jimbo and Lemon. Wow. Let's tell them about our, our, our sister podcast. Let's talk about gay stuff! The yes. podcast that talks about gay stuff. Mm-hmm. And today's date in gay history. Yes, this week in gay history. Tell us all about it. Tell us about the LGBTQ+. Plus history hunty mm-hmm. so check him out that's let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com let's talk about gay stuff on instagram let's talk about gay stuff on facebook and talk gay stuff on twitter do you want to send them an email send them an email <laughs> let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com um of course you're listening to our rupee podcast our rupee podcast at our rupee podcast.com our rupee podcast on uh facebook Still working on the other two. <laughs> That's our Ruby podcast on gmail.com if you want to email us. But also take a listen to our, our um, stomach grounds, our, our jumping off point. The the start of all this. We got in trouble for saying divorce, so we probably shouldn't have done. Oh, who's it? Dusty. Did you not read any of the uh, Twitter comments today? We made fun of you a little bit. <laughs> oh, I didn't read it because okay. I was too busy being Moving. fabulous. Oh, okay. Um... It's still divorced. Whatever. So we have separated officially. So make sure you check out our Ruby podcast, but also uh, subscribe to our Ruby podcast so it doesn't like disappear into the abyss. Uh, we still want you to listen to both episodes. 
Mm-hmm. You know? You know what I'm saying? Well, tell them about our original podcast. Where are they from? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Our original podcast is our podcast. It uh, derived from Spencer deciding to tell me scary stories. And I was like, whoa. These are scary. <laughs> and I was scared of all the stories. So he was like, let's make fun of Chris and put it on a podcast. So here we are. Uh, Making over, fun of Chris again. Over a year later and into season two of our Spoopy podcast. So make sure you give us a listen. We just did a really good episode. This will come out tonight, so I'll listen to this week. Okay, so we just got a good episode about Elisa Lamb disappearing uh, at the hotel, the Seas Hotel in Los Angeles, and uh, Cindy Song. Cindy Song. And uh, I already covered Elisa Lamb, so you could go back and look at that. I don't think you did. I, I think actually I did. I have to talk to you about that because I think that it was the episode that you had. I think you did, but you didn't finish because you deleted all of your shit. I think that was the episode. And then you did Baraska instead. Because Dusty has listened to all of her episodes and he said on Twitter that you never talked about her. Uh, Dusty. You obviously know you're always supposed to be on my side. I don't know what you're talking about. Me? I'm supposed to be on your side? I'm never on your side. (laughs) I'm talking to Dusty through Uh, the microphone and you're not listening. (laughs) Dusty. Dusty, listen. I don't think that's I don't think you did. I don't. Because I swear I would try... I would try to remember. But anyways, RSWP Podcast at RSWPodcast.com, RSWP Podcast on Instagram, RSWP on Twitter, and RSWP on Facebook. Send us an, send us an email at RSWPodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's our mother podcast, our stepmother podcast, our godmother podcast. Our, um, <clears throat> like, in vitro fertilization, but it's twins, and then one of them is for a different surgery. And I'm also not the mom. Well, if you're not the mom, then I'm not the grandmother. You're older than me. Bear? <laughs> First of all, ew. Second of all, it's... should we tell them to get rupee with it so I can fucking. Wait, no, we have you? one more. We have another plug. What? We it? have another sponsor. What is it? <laughs> it's our sponsor, Economy Works. Ah, hey, are you a small business owner trying to do it all? Take marketing, for example. Nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account. We have all those with our You mean FB, TWLI, IG IG account? Uh, Who has time to take pictures, write posts, get them posted online, let alone like, comment, share, and respond to followers? Don't worry. Economy Works is here to help. Let the Economy Works Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. Economy Works. When we work... The, the Economy, Economy Works. Works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy, Economy Works. Works. Yeah. Well, I hope that you liked all of this entire episode because... We all know that you love it when me and Chris fight, so... Also, that. So I'm sure you so guys were like... <laughs> this is life with it, so... <laughs> I love this. Enjoy, baby. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Feel all of this energy. The negativity my into oats. your radio right now. Do people listen to radio? Uh, I imagine some people listen in the car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chris is sick, everyone. We gotta go. We, gotta so we go. should tell them to get, get ruby, ruby with it. it?